And now, introducing the man responsible for the broken barrier at FedEx Field saying, it takes a blunder for this franchise to get anything done, so I loosened a few screws. Who do you think was behind the zip ties to fix the matter? The next disaster will probably result in a new stadium, unquote. He's the inspiration for the new name of the Washington football team, the Washington Red Glens. He is Glenn Clark. Imagine, I just, I got it. I get so jealous of all my friends who do radio in D.C. because it's just, I mean, like, it's soul-crushing, and so I really wouldn't want to do it for all that long, but, like, I'd want to do it for, like, a week. Like, give me just one week where they just F everything up, and you're like, God, it'd be so much fun. And then after a little while again, you're like, oh, right, they also suck, and it's never any actual fun to be in this city, so then you'd want to stop doing it then. But, man, for those weeks where they just F everything up for a few days, ah, it's just so magical. Hey, good morning. It's uh, it's Glenn Clark Radio. I am Glenn. He is Paul. We're here. Much to do on the program today, coming up a little bit later on. Um, the Ravens need some help if they want to have any chance of making the playoffs, and I know that most of you have kind of resigned yourself to the fact that they won't, but... The big one, the one that makes it seem the least likely, right? Because you look over the list of things that have to happen for the Ravens to make the playoffs, and you're like, you know, I, the, the Steelers aren't any good either. It's certainly not implausible for the Ravens to beat the Steelers on Sunday. There's no world in which you ignore the idea that the Ravens could figure out a way to beat the Steelers, even given everything that they've had to go through, right? So, you know, like, th- there's that. Then there's the Dolphins and the Patriots. Well, if the Patriots are trying, they're better than the Dolphins. So, like, you know, you'd almost kind of expect that to happen. It's certainly not a guarantee, and I don't know how much the Patriots are trying. But if they're trying, you'd expect them to, and that's a big question. Then there's the Chargers and the Raiders. And you're like, okay, I I don't know. On a given day, I think the Chargers are probably better than the Raiders. So... That's reasonable. But then there's, of course, the one that sticks out like a sore thumb, which is the Jaguars needing to beat the Colts. And it's just very difficult for you to fathom that happening. But then there's the thing where the Jaguars have won every game they played against the Colts in Jacksonville since 2014. So is there any chance at all, at all, of this? Who that? What the hell is this guy doing here? hell is going on you decided to go rogue <laughs> like what the f is happening <laughs> do you know this was going on <laughs> do you have any I had, idea i had no idea what is he get lost maybe the, maybe the good lord bad. told him that we needed some help today and he said i'm coming in did we i don't think uh, that's uh, the no, case and by good. the way he definitely wouldn't be the guy to help i know that much forrester is here apparently he's gonna hang out with us this morning so we've got that going for us which is nice Anyway, we'll go down to Jacksonville and find out if there's any chance the Jaguars can, can help the Ravens when Austin Lane joins us, uh, former Jacksonville Jaguar, ESPN 690 down there. We'll talk to him about that. Um, also, later on in the show, Kadri Ismail is going to join us. We'll talk to him about the uh, Raven Steelers. and well, I don't know. We'll talk to him about Greg Roman. We'll talk to him about uh, Ben Roethlisberger, all those things, uh, as Kadri joins us later on in the program. And I was going to say that Drew Forrester would join us later, but... Apparently, he's here. So, that's weird. He used to come in every week, and then we haven't seen him for like four years. I, I, I guess I'd say I'm happy to have him back, but I, I don't want to start lying to you today. I don't want this to be the day where that begins. So, um, you know, it's, it's just sort of what it is. 
All right, so Drew Forrest will be here a little bit later on in the program as well. What do I do? What do you say? Is Austin Lane ten forty or ten twenty? He is ten twenty. All right, you text me ten. Uh, I'm so, no, I'm sorry. He's ten forty. Okay. 1040. All right, this yeah. we gotta change the. I'll I'll take care of it. Don't worry. All good. I got yeah. it. I'm I'm in the process of doing it right. Well, now. then you can do it. I'll let you do it. Very good. All right, so um, that's what's coming up on the program today. Today's show brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. I have been. It is awesome. Go check it out. Enjoy some uh, uh, Asian or some Thai chili wings. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. All right. um, A couple things today. I still got to deal with this guy. I really don't know what the hell he's doing here. Are you lost? Like, did you think you were going to church and you just drove here instead? What are you, what are you doing? What is what is the deal? What are you doing I here? I just got <coughs> my COVID test oh, back. Oh, good. You decided to and stop I, by. Hey, yeah. I came in to <coughs> yeah, yeah, see thank you guys. You. That's, that's a hilarious bit. <laughs> Super funny bit. So 20, I got a whole bunch of Some nice stuff. timely comedy. I got. Yeah, would you come in with Santa's sack? No, no, no. I need you to give this. So here's here's the story. Okay. <laughs> Every Wednesday, yeah. I prepare from the IHM pantry five bags. Okay. And I drive them around. And you just give them out. Yeah. And there's always a guy at Cold Spring. Okay. Do you come that way? Um, I mean, I I do. Well, no, no. no I, well, I. What do you mean? Do I get off on Cold Spring? Yeah. Yes, I get off on okay, Cold Spring. Okay. There's always yes, a guy correct. there. At the corner, you mean? Yeah, yes. Correct. The and there wasn't anybody he there. He wasn't there today. So take this with you, and okay. And the next time you you're at the stoplight and he's there, give it to him. All right, fair enough. I'll do it's that. Just a bunch that's of stuff. very nice. It's all stuff that. It's very nice. He. It's all stuff that like you can open. Oh, that's very nice of you. Without one hundred percent, I will do that. I will do so that. So he wasn't there today. So are you hanging out for the show, or are you just hanging? Oh, out? the guys didn't tell you. Yeah, well, this is the day. We've been waiting a long John time. John Stan didn't tell Man, you. Man, I'm surprised. So I do have a problem. What? I've been doing this fasting thing. Oh, how's that going for it's you? It's going great, but yeah. dude, the amount you pee is insane. Okay, because you're just drinking water all the time. That's well, all you do. Well, pretty much. So what, what kind of fasting? Are you doing intermittent? 14 hours. 14 hours? And yeah. when do you do it? I do it from 7 to 9. 7 p.m. to 9. You don't 9. eat anything until 9 o'clock. 7 p.m. till 9 the next day, every day. And oh, oh, got you. Right. Well, wait a second. That's that's not all that crazy. That's what you well, eat dinner I mean, and you go to bed and you wake up. Well, and normal people do, but I'm up until midnight. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. So anyway, also I do a lot of snacking at night. It's my biggest problem. It's incredible. Well, yeah, because the idea is that you carry around big gallons of water, and that's yeah. how it gets so you anyway. through. So yeah, the guys in the So what's I'm, the deal? So are you? I'm doing a 16 hour window my myself or a 16 hour. Fast with an eight-hour window. I don't eat till three o'clock today. It's tough. It it, it gets easier but once you get going. Right. Yeah. Once you get going, you it's like you were with weed in the old days. Right. Once yeah, you, you know get me. going, you just kind of in the old days, and it works. Yeah. Well, I mean, like a month ago. Right. <laughs> Correct. You get yeah. All right. It, it, and it you works. definitely feel better. And the more water you drink, is everybody always says that, right? You just gonna drink water, you'll feel great. You do feel great. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird how good I drink a gallon a day. Yeah, it's kind of good, crazy how good it feels. Oh, I drink six of these. Okay, well, I wish you, I wish you well so with anyway, all the peeing. So yeah, the guy. Are you the, sure you haven't needed to see a doctor? So for the orders other are off of. I, I, hang on, hang on, stop. We'll get there. We'll get there. I promise. <laughs> have you told, Slow have down. You talked about that. Slow, no, we'll get there. What happened? Slow down. Jeez. Hey, how's your wife? How's COVID? Stop. She's great. She's back to work and everything. Stop. Oh, okay. She's great. Are you staying? Thank the you whole, for asking. What are you doing? Yeah, I'll stick around. Okay. I'm Drew's, getting, I'm getting Drew's paid apparently here for today. Oh, I'm sure of that. 
I'm sure that Paul doesn't get paid. I mean, my God, do you think you're getting paid? Well, does he deserve to get paid? Well, I mean, some oh, days. So some, days he, some days he works. So so scratch and claw. Scratch and claw. Yeah, right. um, all right, so Drew's here for the whole show. Now, that is on my list of things for today. It's, okay. on, it's on my do list. Do I need to wear these? I mean, we got, I had scheduled guests. We scheduled a whole show. Oh, I don't care. Good. Glad. I don't have to talk to anybody. You don't need to talk, to, my hour you don't need to, talk to me. Until my hour I'd be all right up. with that. Um, it, we can, if you'd like, I don't really, I, I said this to Paul this morning, I don't really care about this, and if you want me to have a take, you're not really gonna like it. And in fact, weirdly, I think you'll under, I don't think, I think you're gonna hear my take, and you're gonna say, you know, I've never really thought about that, there might be something to it, right? Okay. You're not gonna agree with me, but you're gonna say there <laughs> might be something to okay. it. Okay. And it's something I felt about the Ravens for a long time, too. And I say this not because I care at all about what side of the political spectrum you're on. But I've never understood professional sports teams putting their games on political talk stations that line up on one side of the spectrum. I've never in my life understood the thought process. All right, so I'm going to be naive a little bit. Where does BAL line up? They are on the right side. Which is who? Conservative. They are on the Republican side, if you will. Now, they're not. By by no means are they as... They're not CBM. No. Well... CBM is kind of like CBM Fox. Is, is certainly, yes, CBM right. is more like, and, 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 and the maybe reason I in, know that is I know people there. And maybe in more recent years has gone even further past Fox, right? Like they've maybe. Well, they were thrilled when, either way, they were going to be in good shape this last election. Because, yes. Either correct. way. Either their guy was going to win or they were going to be able to get people to lose their minds about well, the other guy. For four years, right. Correct, or maybe eight. Right, right who knows? 100%. Uh, B- okay. BAL so is I on, understand that. BAL's on that side, but they're not as far. They're just on that side. And I, and I really didn't realize that, but and, okay. And they're, I listen to BAL they news. have employed hosts that would tweet things that you would say, is that really something that, like, about, say, for example, uh, protests last summer? That you would say, boy, I wonder if the Ravens would read that tweet and say, I'm glad that we're aligned, that that's the guy that's on the station that we're on. Gotcha. I, it's just something. So you're surprised that the Orioles, given their in a, a little, pretty much their and, political stance. I, but again, I don't care. That's not the specific part. Uh, you're right. It's, surpri- it's a little surprising. And here's the thing I would also say, and I could be wrong on this, but I'm thinking out loud. I would think that almost every host on the FM station is the other way. Um, some of them are, not all of them, but okay. some of them. Some of them. I mean, the, the guys in the afternoon are very clearly on that side, right? Um, right. But not all of them. Well, okay, you I know. thought they were, but okay. No, 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 they're on the left. The guys in the afternoon are very much on the left side. I thought yes. all of them were. Not I all. I guess of them. Ed's not. No, Ed's dead. Oh, Ed is. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Ed's, oh, yeah. Ed could be on CBM. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Ed's, yeah. Okay. Ed's extremist. The right. other okay. way. Oh no. Okay. Like, I get it. I get it. Um. So. So. Okay. I think this is a valid but it's, point. It's not to me about the hosts necessarily. But why did it happen? Do you, anybody well, know? Dude, you've been through this with them before. Like, they've decided at the twelfth hour to just go to the other place for whatever reason. Like they've. But was the FM station doing a bad job? Nah, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think okay. it's. I think it's Money? The, the BAL decided they wanted it, it again. It's, and it's a more difficult thing for BAL to look at their nights and say we don't have, we have nothing going on here. Okay. We have. There's nothing happening. And it's one thing, like, 1057 will just say, well, we'll just be cheap. And I'm not trying to say that disparagingly to Jerry Coleman. Like, that's what they'll do. They just won't really spend any money on nights. And it won't be much of a... 
nobody will really listen, but it won't be much of a loss for them, right? Like, uh, hey, just Jer, sort of, how's it going? I love Jerry. This is not a knock well, at him. Was, he just no, because if, if I, I got I got your back, Jerry. If if it was still Jeremy as it was a year ago, I'd say the same thing in that right. way. Um, they're just not going to pay someone who's on at night a lot. So of money. you don't think this was a result of some yeah, inordinate amount it. of criticism I mean, or anything like that? Anything is possible, bro. And I don't care enough to go. And this diving is a good time into to get it. back with the Orioles. In my opinion. <laughs> because you no, think no, no. that they're on the come? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. 100%. We'll I mean, see. I think if you're going to invest in them, is right it, now is a pretty good time to invest in them. Here's the, I would say. The only thing I would say about this is when you put out a press release. And I get it. They're in the American League East, and everybody's going to say they're yeah, never going to. But, I, I don't but know. it's a good time. I don't know. The, I, if you put out a press release making an announcement about you switching radio stations, you should probably try to tell people like which radio station you're going to be on. This bit where they just say we're going to be on Hearst radio stations, including every game, or some games going to be on oh, one station they, and some games going to be on another I didn't station. Know they did that? Okay. It's it's just something that when you make a big announcement like this, you should probably have a little bit more definition to. If the answer is well, all the games will be on BAL and a lot of the games will be on ninety eight Rock Two or something like that, I that's fine. Oh, I just I don't think of that. If it ever becomes a scenario where people don't know which radio station the game is on, that's a bad thing. You mean sort of like the Mass and Mass and Two thing. Kind of like that. That's never been a good thing for anybody. I would agree with that. And even weirdly, yeah, just tell me what station. Just say on. this is the station you need to turn into. Now, if you want to say to me, if you want to say at the beginning of the year, hey, every game during the week is on BAL and the weekend games are on the FM station, right? Something like that, and make it right. Or know, make it a blanket or, thing. Or if it's every game is on both, except for when there's a Ravens game, because those are going to be on ninety eight Rock and the Ra- the Orioles only oh, be oh, on oh, BAL. Oh my or gosh, I forgot like all that. about that. The Ra- Ravens are on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, whatever it is. Whatever the scenario is, just make oh. it clear. Oh, right, but that makes sense. As I mean, long as the, the fan doesn't have to do, not the fan, the radio station, but the Orioles fan, doesn't have to do the work to figure out where the game I is I forgot all about the Ravens being on there. Holy cow. Um, that's okay. the only part. And, again, when I said earlier, it's not about, to me, conservative or liberal. I don't care what it is. I wouldn't think that it would be smart for a, a, a professional sports team in any town to line up on a liberal sports radio station or a, a talk station. That you're 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 cutting off half of your potential audience when you do that. If you're saying we're going to put Orioles content on WBAL, the problem is half of the the area is never going to listen to WBAL. But but you're not presupposing that they won't listen to the games because of that, are no, you? Not the games. I'm saying they're part of this. Is that the we're also going to do promotional stuff. exactly right. We're also going to put people to go back to the game and to go back to the ballpark, all that sort of stuff. And I'm not trying to say so that. So I, I would I would say though that. I would say that what they are going to miss is, you know, f- somebody talking mo- about yeah, them. Yeah, right, right, right. For the most part, I would say the FM station did it. Now, in all fairness, and I, I won't, well, I guess I could say it. Like, when you would listen to Bob and Vinny in the summer, Vinny doesn't really watch the games. No. I mean, he kind of does. There's white I noise. barely, last right, summer, right, right. I wasn't really it's watching the games. noise in the background, and right. Vinny will come on the next day, right. and he'll... Vinny's way of talking about the games is to ask Bob questions. And Bob really does. Hey, that, that yeah. guy, Corey Kluber, he's pretty good, isn't he, Bob? <laughs> right, right. Like, that's the way, you know. <laughs> right, like, right. I, but they talk a lot about the Orioles in the, in the season. Well, they do. Where there won't be that. With and the, and, and with in situations where if I was a program director of an, you know, a sports station that was not associated with the Orioles, I would say, what the F are you doing? They talked about the Orioles far more than was ever warranted, considering, and we're being frank, how bad the Orioles no, were. I don't think that's got anything to do with it. It does. If the nah. Orioles are really good, you should be talking about the Orioles constantly. Yeah, I think you're constantly, wrong Constantly, no. I, I don't think you're, you're, your journalistic, 
the impact of the team shouldn't relate in any way, host-wise, to if the team's any good or not. No, 100% has to. No. You're insane. That's You're not, wrong. It's one of the most silliest things I've ever heard. No. You, the idea that an average person would care as much about a team that was bad as they do about a team that's good is insane. I, I you have to reflect. You're, what you, we're, not talk, we're not talking about the average person. We're talking about the rights holder of the other Right. That's what I'm, what I'm saying is separate them being the rights holder. Oh, okay. If I was a uh, I, I program got you, but when you're the rights holder, you that, have to that talk was about the, the point. team from Because six they six. were the rights holder, they talked about it more. Far more than if they were if, – Okay. If, that's if, if we were on the old station that doesn't exist anymore – and we were saying, this is, how much are we going to talk well, about? They were really bad, and we talked about them all the time. Well, we didn't, really. We didn't. We started fighting with people. <laughs> that was what we did. We started they doing it. It's, well, that's uh, 100% the, true. When they ran the team into the ground. We were no, but we started fighting with other people just for the fun of it. We started fighting with Cunningham and Coleman. Like, we just started fighting with anybody that well, we could fight Well, those guys with. were on the take. <laughs> no, that might be true. <laughs> we, no one, we literally did a segment called I Apologist the of the Day for a little while. <laughs> Which had nothing to do with the team at all. It was just the team's Those bad. Are the good old days. What are we going to do because we can't talk about <laughs> You're the right. team? You're right. That was what we did. Those are the good old days. I wonder how many times I, I, I would have won that award. Oh, in recent. Oh. oh, we gave it to you four times. We didn't yeah. even know you. <laughs> there were definitely people we gave it to that we didn't know. One hundred percent. There we, were. People. I remember we, I got on the elevator once with Steve Molesky, who. Yeah. I, I, oh, he I, was I, who, really bothered. Who by it. on a yeah. one to ten scale yeah. in terms of me knowing him? I knew him about a three. Right. Like, I would and, see yeah, him. You at, knew him, yeah. Correct. I would see but him at Towson games, and he knew who I was, yeah. and he despised our former boss. Yes. And then wound up despising us. Right. And I remember I got on the elevator once with him. I, I think it might have been at the ballpark. I, I think it was. Okay. I got on the, down there by the home plate thing where you get your credentials. I got on the elevator, and he got on the elevator, and it was a scene out of like a TV show. I kind of was like, oh, shit, this is Molesky. Dude, he... And Molesky looked over at me, and he goes, you guys think you're funny, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> he used to come on my Facebook page. And we'd start... We'd and start, argue. You and I would end up like making a day of it. Like We would <laughs> end up got, making a day. You guys think you're funny, don't you? <laughs> Correct. And I went, huh? You know, I, I acted like I didn't know what he was talking about. I'm like, huh? He goes, you guys think you're funny beating these guys up all the time? You just wait till they're good and you can't get in anymore. I'm like, dude, I can't wait for that day. My God. Yeah. I would give anything because right. we wouldn't have to do this anymore. <laughs> we could talk about the games and the team <laughs> instead of talking about Geronimo effing he said, heel. He said, yeah. You guys think you're funny, don't you? We would. I swear. Finally, I finally had to pull Bruce aside. Uh, the one best day. thing we ever did, by far, one million percent, was the trial for Peter Angelos. Oh God, my that, word! That was the best thing we ever I did about that. That was. Amazing. You know how good it was. Steve Davis called me at the end. Oh, I don't yeah? remember that. I don't. Steve know. Davis called me at the end of the show and said that might have been the best forty-five minutes of radio I've ever heard in my life. Wow! Wow! Well, Steve I don't, Davis. But in fairness, what does Steve Davis did? Steve Davis uh, know about good radio? Uh, all right. Where is he, by the way? He I don't know. Disappeared. It's a, it's a weird, I honestly, God thought about that the other day. I said, what happened to him? Where, Dude, honest, Steve I have Davis no called me and said it might have been the best 45. We did the trial on Peter yeah. Angelos. Yeah, 100%. But this is what we did because the team was bad. Right. So when they're talking about the team every day, I, all I can think to myself is like, there's, there can't be an audience for this. But they have to do it because right. they're the flagship. And I think you'll feel that if you listen to them. Um, it, and I, I don't know what it'll look like. I don't know how much, the, but I think you'll see immediately how now they're, you know, Chuck will have to walk in and say, like, guys, you, 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 you're not, we're not going to come on here and talk about Austin Hayes. Like, nobody cares. Nobody, right. nobody cares. Right. You're, you're doing okay, it for, so now, now I am seeing it differently. Like, what will they talk about in the summer? Football. 
That's sports sports radio. It's the dirty little secret that nobody unless. Well, they can talk about the world. Oh no, they can't because it's uh, December. I was no. going to say they could talk about the World Cup, but right, yeah, the World Cup's not until November this year. I know. It's a, right. a really weird bit. Right. It's a really weird bit. I, I feel like they have enough hosts in. I'll get in, in, by the way. I know. I mean, <laughs> Mr. Oriole. Yeah, this, this is not intentional. He's like Brooks Robinson. Uh, it's not intentional. Yeah, of right. course, it's. Intentional. I mean, I, I put the clothes on, but I didn't put the clothes. I got the 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 press release as I was leaving the house, so I was already dressed. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but they have the, all, all, they have three hosts in Rob Long, Ken Wyman, and Bob Haney. Well, here, I wouldn't who get are a tattoo. Or, 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 said, or, or, yeah, Rob, that is that is kind of awkward that Rob works for the team. <laughs> well, wait a minute. So therein therein lies another issue. Are those are those? Now, I don't know who it is. Is it Rob? I don't watch. I kind of just watch the games. But Rob's involved in the pregame. Yeah, but pre-game, he doesn't do, he doesn't and, do radio. So okay, he just so are those guys going to be? Permitted? Yeah, I, I don't think that. I'll let him talk about it. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, like, will Rob still be allowed to work for Masson because they left the radio station? Yeah, but really? Yeah, I, I'm almost certain of that. I look. I know that was a, I, an issue okay. in the past, but they try to create enough of a separate. They they want you to believe that Masson is a different entity than the Orioles. Which, but those guys were all pretty much on. I, I, maybe I'm reading. Maybe I'm reading into this too much. Like refresh my memory on what happened to Hollander. Didn't didn't no, he, he works quit B A L to he, go? He works work? for the team. He doesn't work for the radio station. He works for the, he's an employee of the Orioles. And they decide who does the games. Yes. In other words, he he'll be back. What is I don't even know what yeah, he's but done. You'll hear he'll, Brett he'll, on WBAL now because he works for the Orioles and that's where the games okay. are. So they won't have a problem though saying B A L won't have a problem. In some way, shape, or form, having Rob Long connected to the the Orioles? No, really? No, because it's it's TV. It, like they Rob wouldn't be able to do radio. Like he wouldn't be able to go do the pregame show on okay. radio. Okay, but the TV thing, yeah, they'll let him do really? the TV thing. Yeah, they let him do that. Okay. It's it's a different. It's just it's a fight now. Look, I'm I understand I, what you're really saying is that there have been far pettier things that have occurred over the years. But I'm not even so but, sure. I mean, they are they are definitely capable of being petty. I understand. I don't. Think that's even being petty? No. Do you want to promote someone else in town who's on for four hours against your morning show? That I, I get. I completely get what you're saying. I think it'd be different if he was on Masson talking about his radio show. He's not. He's on Masson doing a job. Like he's okay. he's an employee of Masson. And, and and actually, the Orioles might think of it the opposite and say we'd rather have him on. We we want him to be involved in Masson because right. we want him to go on the air and talk right. about still, us the next and still and still have a reason to talk about the Orioles. Yeah, that's, right. a, that's an interesting point. That's right. an interesting point. Look, um, I just it's just weird. It's always been weird to me. It's no weirder that's the Orioles than it was the Ravens. I've said this about the Ravens. It's weird to me. I'm still surprised that these teams even put the games on the radio. Yeah, well, I, I, I kind of thought by not now ba- we wouldn't be doing that At some point, I don't understand really why football games are on. Like, who's really listening to an NFL game right. on the radio? I, I guess baseball I mean? is different. But baseball, is, it, there's so many games, and you can't plan around and, and, and watching them. And summer, it's daylight till 9 o'clock, and yep. you're out doing stuff. Yeah, 100%. So so yeah, that's that's where I am. You've you said so many goofy things. I never know with you on Twitter whether or not you say goofy. You, know, you said a lot of goofy things. I never know when you're trying to do a bit versus when you when you're trying. I to have st- been bit free for a while. That's not true. Why I, you tweet during games? I see your bits constantly. Oh, I don't you're know constant, about that. You're but constantly go ahead. doing bits. Go ahead. What, throw so three of them at me. So is your Greg Roman thing a bit or not? Not at all. I think the time has so come for you, him. So you think that despite the fact there's literally nothing that says that the man should lose his job, you just think he should lose his job anyway? I, I, I think that it's a – I wrote this yesterday. Like I don't think he's a bad – I know there are people in town who think he's awful. 
right? Mm-hmm. And there are mm-hmm. smart. There's dumb people, but there are also there are plenty of people. There are that, also that pre- people who know football who think he's terrible. A hundred percent, but they're not good at backing that up. Okay, I don't think he's terrible. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think well, he, objectively he's not correct. Objectively, he's I don't very think, good. And, and and I've always said this, right? And I know, I know people are going to say all you ever do is endorse and support coaches. And in some way, that's probably accurate, that I would wear that. And the reason that I wear it and I think that is I know how hard those people work. And I know how hard they've been immersed in the game. And it would be like in the old days when people would beat up Buck and say, yeah, Buck's great, but he can never get the team to the World Series. Like, that's why he sucks. That's not – he doesn't suck. Buck forgot more taking a leak about baseball than any of us will ever know. Mm-hmm. Like. So I know how hard they work, and I 100% get it. And I don't think Greg Roman's bad at what he does. I do think, though, that he has a set of strengths and weaknesses that you can see that have formed over time, like almost every other coach or coordinator, right? I want to know more about that. Okay. I would say someone that immediately comes to my mind Mm -hmm. would be Bruce Arians. That everywhere Bruce Arians has gone and been involved in their offense, Mm -hmm. their offenses have been really good. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, is that a coincidence? And did he have Peyton? And did he have Roethlisberger? And has he had Brady? And I don't remember who he had in Arizona. Carson Palmer. Who was good. He 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 never was was great, but he was was a guy. He was good. Has, Has he always had a really prolific quarterback? Yes. But there also was a train of thought. Just like with Greg Roman making Lamar better, maybe Arians made those guys better. I think if you cut Ben Roethlisberger open and said, who was the guy that kind of had the most influence in you? I think he might say Arians, Mm -hmm. honestly. I don't think – I think Roman's strengths and weaknesses, to me, are – and I don't even want to say archaic because that's a terrible word because that sounds like they're outdated, and they're not. I think his strength of running the ball is awesome. I don't think his strengths in the passing game align with the direction of the league, in my opinion. Okay. Because that was no different today than it was three years ago when they Correct. They hired that's why I Roman. always say that. I always say to people who say, I can't believe this guy sucks, and I can't believe this guy doesn't know, doesn't put in new, um, you know, past trees or whatever you want to call them. When everyone says that, I always say the same thing you just said. Did, have you not paid attention to what he's done in his career? His teams have always been really good at running the ball and not really that good throwing the ball. Now, this year was a bit of an outlier because they had to throw the ball more because they couldn't run it, right? So when I say I think they need a new offensive coordinator, I, I'm not – it would mean firing him, but I'm not waving a flag and saying this guy's got to be fired. I just think they need a new direction. So, so honestly, I've you know, and and I don't want to put it all on the two point conversion things because th- that would be unfair. They both worked. That that would be unfair to say that. But the, the, there are too many occasions, particularly this year, where I thought they came up short because of him. Okay, so that's what the, I would the absurdity say. of that's, that's what I would th- say. Th- everything up until that last sentence that you said. I would have listened to, and I would have said, look, man, I've I've actually even said things like this. There's no world, the people that think that, there's two separate things here, 
the NFL is a weird place, and things happen, and sometimes guys just go because. And by the way, I don't know who they should hire in his place, which is be- always the next question. Because people, you know, have bad relationships. And I don't think he's getting fired. We'll get to that, right? Okay. The NFL is a weird place, and if if there's something I don't know, like Greg Roman just doesn't get along with somebody, then that just might be the reason why he goes. You could be the best whatever in football, and you just might not get along with somebody, and that could be the reason why somebody decides to move on from you. Any judgment of Greg Roman is insane. The the sheer you're saying based on this year by any year the okay. facts with Greg Roman is well, you have he, to judge him well, somehow. He, I don't know if you know they're the number seven offense in football this season, Correct. despite having nothing. Correct. They're the number seven offense in football. The notion that Greg Roman should be fired is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. Okay. The man has only succeeded. And we, we, we fall into these traps where there's this stupid Steve Smith video that's out there, like Greg Roman always gets caught in the third year. Right, so it's, it's not even that it's, it's not. Right. It's, so those it's are the factually things. inaccurate. Right. Greg Roman had two years in Buffalo. Nobody caught up with him. He didn't have a third season in Buffalo. And the two years he was in Buffalo, they were great both years. It's they were great at fa- running the ball. That's what they do. Right. That's, that's his offense. And then they fired him at two games in the season, which is weird. That's why I don't know relationships become right. a thing. I don't know what relationships are like. But based on actu- the actual things that he's accomplished, the idea of firing Greg Roman is bat s insane. Okay. It's not just we'll wrong. Disagree. It's nuts. Right. We'll disagree. Because you don't fire people who succeed. That's crazy. They succeed at high levels and far more than the Ravens have ever succeeded offensively. The thing that you said secondarily. Mm, well, that's for the playoffs. But go ahead. Okay. okay. The thing that you said secondarily. Not so much in the playoffs. Okay. But, but, but secondarily. Secondarily. Because you're going to compliment me now. Well, I don't know if I'm going to compliment you, but the point is, I've said all along, the Ravens do need to sit down and decide what kind of offense they want to be. I mean, that's the conversation that you have to have. You have to sit down and say, what do we think is best for our franchise and the type of offense that we want to be? And if they sit down and have that conversation, they say, well, we want to be... We want to throw the ball 40 times a game. That's what we think we want to do. Well, then there's no way that Greg Roman can be your offensive coordinator. He doesn't do that. That's That would be insane for that to be the case. So it, you have to call it a firing, but to your point, you wouldn't really be firing him. You'd be saying, we don't do this any longer, and it's what he does, so we have to have someone else do it. We just have to – we don't – this is not who we're going to be as a football team any right. longer. Right. Is that what they should do? I, I have no idea – this, to me, it, the problem that I have with what you said about this season is we are so desperate to try to find something else other than the obvious answer. We all know what happened this year. No, no question. They couldn't run the ball because they didn't have a running back. Right. Well, They had and, half and, of and an offensive line. Right. They, had lost they had half of an offensive line, no running back, and despite the fact that you tried well, to do a— four running backs. And this, uh, thank you. And this, is, this goes back to when I don't know what your bid is. This bit where you tried to pretend like Tyler Huntley is a starting NFL quarterback when it's abundantly obvious he will be a he's not. somewhere. No, he won't. I mean, unless well, somebody gets hurt. I mean, he might get right. another chance to play. No team is going to say, our plan is for Tyler Huntley to be our guy. It's one of the this silly things. Maybe you can get a second-round pick for him. No, you can't. Yeah, no one's giving you a second-round pick for him. Stop. First round, maybe. Thank you. Nailed it. Nailed it. One hundred percent. Maybe keep, that's where you can. I get. keep seeing that. Right. Let's get a couple first round yeah, picks sure, for him. Sure. Sure. Uh, by the way, maybe you can throw in Tristan Castillo, and they'll throw you five. My God, man, um, it's not. It's not a thing. And yet they have the seventh ranked offense. Greg Roman's done nothing wrong this season. The two two-point conversion plays both worked. I don't like them. It's not what I would have called. Well, the one didn't. Well, no, neither of them they had a, they, Marquise Brown was standing wide open in the end zone. Oh, right. Well, the wide quarterback, open. The throw it to him. Correct. And they have a lot of problems. By the way, do you remember the play, speaking of plays, 
Do you? Uh, did you? You have Amazon Prime? <laughs> yes. You do. I do. Uh, did you watch the Arizona Cardinals nah, thing? It doesn't. It's not. That's never been for me. Dude, trust me. Uh, watch the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to tell you. Okay. The play that Arians called. Do you remember the play that Arians called when they beat the Packers in overtime? I don't. I don't. I just don't. Fitzgerald ran. They they called. Oh, it was it, it was a drag, wasn't it? No, it was a pitch right in front of him. Oh, that's what it was. Fitzgerald yeah, ran yeah, and they okay. pitched the ball to him. Yeah. Okay. So I, I just was thinking of that. Right, just so thank you. <laughs> you should watch <laughs> that. Happened. You, you should watch that. What has happened to you? You should watch. That. Imagine somebody putting you back on radio. No, <laughs> I'm good. I'm, although I could do better than some of these guys I hear. Well, you say that. I could. Some that. of these guys I hear are. Well. They are lousy. Maybe true. Maybe they are true. lousy. Um, there's there's nothing about this season. They scream a lot. That is Craig, and this ultimately me is yeah, really. I, I just I keep saying this. Like I'm not trying to. I just think they need a new direct a new offensive direction. I said that. The like, issue they need is, new. The issue that I have with that. Is they, they, need new. they clearly came into the, se- the they need season. They need new players. They, they need new. They that I don't get either. They came into the season believing this was going to work to try to win a Super Bowl. What happened was everybody got hurt. Correct. So I don't know why now they would sit down and say, "Well, well they we gotta, need more receivers." We got to blow everything for up. Sure. They need more receivers. They need another receiver. They need another legit receiver. Uh, I mean, I well, it's, they look, do. It's, it's something better than Sammy Watkins. Sure. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, He's like, gone. Fine. You know. Oh yeah. Definitely He's could do better. Go. They need another receiver. But that's not – I don't think that's their biggest issue. No. The, the offensive line is their issue. Off- and so is defensive line. Uh, will be, yes. Will be part if of the issue If they aren't sure. going to keep Williams, right. defensive line will matter. Yep. Um, Come on, I don't really know how much – there's no idea what's going on with Derek Wolf. Yep. Like, they, they need help on the line, both lines. I don't disagree with that. I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they're going to play Macari full-time. They gave him a lot of money. I mean, but I don't know if he's I, a full time guy. Well, I definitely. Well, I mean, my God, he was one of the best right tackles in football this season. I, like they, they I, I have no idea why you wouldn't. Like it's yeah, insane. I mean, but they, they need some help on the line. It's like I coming back, not coming back. What's he? Thirty right. four. Yeah, he's around there. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So that that would be that's the biggest issue. But they need another receiver. The the question becomes for them to me. In and terms, they might have to it, pay Hollywood a lot of money. I wouldn't give him a lot of money at That's all. That's an interesting that that by the I mean there's there's nothing in again among the bits that you do. There's nothing interesting about the Lamar Jackson conversation. That one's very simple. The Hollywood one is very interesting. There really is a debate as to whether or not th- this is that's similar to the Baker Mayfield 18 argument. million is the franchise number for a wide receiver, right? Like you can't give him that. No. I, there's I, no way. I no. don't inherently disagree with that. But at the same time, someone would say this is still the Baltimore Ravens in the wide receiver position. And the guy that you found is unbelievably better than any of the guys that you had had before. So you trust the Ravens to and find your another one? And best friends with him. It's not irrelevant. They don't use him right. Uh, he's ah, the way- a new offensive coordinator. That's what it is. <laughs> Nailed, it. Nailed it. Nailed it. You solved it. But, but, solved but, it. but the way they use him, he has no opportunity to get open in space. They don't run him deep. They don't run him on slants. They run these these little out routes and these and these little curl routes where he has, if he doesn't make a guy miss, he's not getting anywhere. I, I'm I, not sure he's the greatest route runner in the world either. I don't and think he's. I, I don't I, think he's a I, great route runner. Hands are suspect. And I'm yeah. borrowing that from someone who has said that to me. Right. Before, no, I don't think he's. I've never thought he was me. a great route runner. I think he's a capable route runner. I think he's a above they average. Another receiver. I think he's above. And it, and it could be a tier two guy. Like they're not getting Devontae Adams or Allen Robinson, but they might get. Well, I don't know that Allen Robinson's a tier one guy anymore either. Well, he didn't have a great year, but they <laughs> might get a. Not that he didn't have a great year. They, they might get a T. Y. Hilton or a D. J. Chark or someone like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Not, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't done. be living. I wouldn't be swimming in those waters. Look, the the point of all is we got to get to a break. The point of all this to me is that like that 
that conversation, the only part of this that's relevant to me is who do you want to be moving forward? And if you want to be a team that throws the ball 40 times a game, then you know that you don't have the right guy. But why do you want to be that team? What tells you that's the right thing for you to do? To John, Pro- I can't believe I'm saying John Proctor made a point, but to John Proctor's point, they rank seventh on offense despite being riddled by injury, and they're seventh to last on defense. How do you solve right. that by being the team that controls the ball and dominates on the ground? Yeah, I mean, they... they so they why s- is it that you would want to do something different next year with oh, the why quarterback do I that you have? So- yeah. Why do I want to do something? Well, I would also submit to do a little bit of a deeper dive into how they get the yards rushing because it's not just with the running backs. Well, yes, In fact, their quarterback is their leading This line. year, they, they couldn't get any yards uh, with the running right, back. Right, right, right. Their quarterback will still be a part of that. I think they have a pretty big decision on Marcus Peters, too. Yeah. He's owed a lot extent. of money. And yeah, but he's the type of guy that you probably could get some of that back with. You think? He's at a place in his career coming off an injury he, where he, I think that there's a way to, to, to work on that. I, I'm not... Hey, I know there's a wide receiver available. Oh, yeah? Who you got? Rashad Perryman? No. Somebody Ooh. better than that. Oh, yeah? Who you... What? What? Antonio Brown. Oh, thank you. I forgot mm. six. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, here's the deal. Drew Forrester. Is he ever going to play again in the league? Yes, yes, it's the NFL. 100% he's going to play again in the league. He might play for the Buccaneers this season. Stop. We're all... <laughs> really? Oh, Hunt, Mike, they don't have... They, they, you, know, you, you know who caught the game-winning touchdown for them on Sunday? I, I saw it, but I don't know his name. Of course you don't know his name, because he never even played college football. That's hilarious. He was a sprinter at so LSU. you're saying there's a chance, huh? They don't have... They aren't getting Yaman Chris Godwin figures. back. No, it's no. Yaman Yaman figures. figures played at Kansas yeah. State. <laughs> right. This is less than that. I can't. Cyril Gray, I believe, is his name. Never heard of Cyril that. Cyril Grayson. Never heard of him. He never played a snap. So you of think Brown football. might play for them again? They haven't released him yet. This is a little weird, right? He's still in New York because he can't get a ride home. I think he could probably find a ride home. They haven't released him yet. I'm not saying he will. I'm saying I think it's non-zero that he plays for the Buccaneers this season. Bruce Arians clearly does not give an F about anything. Now that's you, true. Bruce Arians is doing that's the Donald true. Trump bit. You could go shoot somebody in Times Square tomorrow, and Bruce Arians would be like, well, can you catch? Did Trump say that, really? Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> Something the president said. Or he became the president after that. I don't remember if he was the president when he said that. And then they Mo- rigged the voting, and that's then, right. And then there was, was out. that. 100%. That's what happened. <laughs> then they rigged the election, and he was out. Mobile One, full synthetic motor oil, helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. So that wasn't a bit. True. What? Which no, one? you said it was in a bit. Well, I no, never know what you're doing. I'm right, never doing right. bits. I'm doing legit. Would you rather Wednesday scenarios are up at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter? We'll talk about them in the 11 a.m. hour. Uh, when we come back in, we're going down to Jacksonville. Can the Jaguars help the Ravens? I'm guessing not, but let's find out. Austin Lane, former Jaguar, now radio host down there. He'll join us next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgambling.com. Help.org. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. 
Duffy's Garage is a family-owned and operated car care facility in beautiful Baldwin, Maryland. An authorized Maryland inspection station and Napa Pro Care Center with ASE certified techs. Tell them that Glenn Clark sent you and receive 10% off your service with a max discount of $150. You gotta trust where you take your car, so take it to where I take mine. Duffy's Garage in Baldwin. Duffy'sGarageMD.com from all of the biggest games to the smallest events, make every bet worth your while at MyBookie. Start by doubling your first deposit instantly with MyBookie's first deposit bonus up to $1,000. Double your money before you even place a bet, and all you have to do is sign up and deposit using the exclusive promo code PRESSBOX at MyBookie.ag. If your first deposit is $100, MyBookie adds $100 so you can start with $200 to play with. If your first deposit is $1,000, MyBookie adds $1,000 so you can start with $2,000 to play with. With tons of great games and prop bets to take advantage of this week, there is truly something for everyone. Don't wait any longer. Head to MyBookie today to redeem your double deposit bonus so you can start winning big today. That's promo code PRESSBOX to receive double your first deposit instantly in your account. No hassle, no wait. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. The great Kurt Angle. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre. Thank you for having me. The great Ron Simmons. Keith Lee. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Bill Goldberg. My pleasure. Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. Mick Foley is with us. This is the greatest name for a wrestling show I've ever heard. MJF. I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Le Champion. Chris Jericho. Le Champion. AJ, Aaron, Brandon, and Glenn are talking pro wrestling every week on Jobbing Out. Find it at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Stay tuned. Your chance to win a million dollars is coming up. Probably not from us. You're listening to Glenn Clark Radio. All right, back in here on GCR. Today's show is also brought to you by CCBC. I'm going to use the words tuition-free. Keep those words in mind. If you need to hone your computer skills to boost your career or maybe you want an IT certification, CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field, and it's all tuition free from the basics to specialized training we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more it's your choice it's your career call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbc.edu let me get that right ccbcmd.edu slash computer training drew forrester is here with us hanging out on a wednesday morning the Ravens need some help. They not only need to beat the Steelers, but if they're going to get into the postseason, they're going to need the Raiders to beat. Sorry, the Chargers to beat the Raiders. They're going to need the Patriots to beat the Dolphins, and those things you're like, what's they need that? The Raiders to beat the Chargers. It's the Raiders to beat the Chargers. Correct. Okay. Because if Jacksonville wins over the Colts, right, the Raiders don't have to win. Right. They're they're in no matter what. Well, yeah, but they're not. This. The well, no, but I'm just saying they. It would be weird, right? If the Colts beat the I mean, the Jaguars beat the Colts. The Raiders don't have to play anybody Sunday night. Right. I understand that. They could just decide to rest their guys, and the Chargers would just go cruising. Why they move these games around is beyond me. It's a whole different I get it. There's West Coast teams that it would have to play at 10 in the morning to make it fair, but it's kind of weird. All right. So Jacksonville hasn't lost to the Colts in 100 years. All that being said, they do need the Jaguars to beat the Colts, and that seems a little unlikely. I'm mispronouncing it, by the way. I think it's Jaguars. It's not. It's not. 
Sure. That's what the car is pronounced. Joining us now from uh, down in Jacksonville. Right. He's a friend. He's a former Jag. Now he's a radio host down there on ESPN 690. He is Austin Lane, and he's back with us on GCR. Austin, it's Glenn and Paul and Drew in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you. Thank you for taking the time for us this morning. No, no problem, man. Anytime I can talk about playoff implications, I want to talk about it because we're talking about the draft down here. Yeah, you don't, right you don't get to so do a lot of that. Change it up a little. Bit, it seems like saying? a it seems like a great week, by the way, for the Ravens. Need some help from the Jaguars. It seems like the Jaguars are a really healthy organization, and everything's going quite well. The fans are very happy. There's no turmoil whatsoever. <laughs> it seems like a perfect time for the Ravens to be needing some help from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, so all I'm going to say is right now, I mean, I hate to break it to you guys, but, like, we're like that friend right now that you're trying to depend on, and, and we never come through for you. We yeah. say we're going to be there at 10, we show up at 11. You say you need a ride at the airport, we never show up. Like, we're that friend right now. Yeah. And you're, you're talking about a Jaguars team where, obviously, the optics are what they are. It's going to be a clown show. Um, you know, and literally a clown show. People will be dressing up as clowns in the stands, supposedly, for this up-and-coming game. There's not a lot to feel optimistic right now about this team in Jacksonville. Hey, but other than that, what are the chances? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> so, okay, so, so here's the thing. I mean, if, if, if I'm being realistic here, you know, if you go back in history, the Jaguars do play the Colts well at home. It's such a uh, weird they thing. They them a couple times at home. So things can happen, right? If you want to go back to week nine, when the Bills came to Jacksonville, the Jaguars won that game 9-6 to six on the back of their defense. The problem now, though, is you're facing a Colts team that is desperate for a win, a Colts team that has a guy by the name of Jonathan Taylor, where if Derrick Henry's not going to be in, he's probably the best running back in the league. And you're talking about a Jaguars defense that has given up in the past couple of games 270 yards rushing to the New York Jets and over 150 yards rushing to the New England Patriots. So, yeah, my honest opinion, I don't feel too confident right now in this team trying to stop Jonathan Taylor. Okay, well, so there we go. Thanks, Austin. <laughs> All right, well, let's hey, talk man, about it's been fun, guys. <laughs> let's talk about Trevor Lawrence or something then. Yeah, jeez, yeah. man, jeez. All right, so if there is, let's just because I do want to talk about what's going on down there. Otherwise, but if there is any roadmap to the Jaguars doing this on Sunday, this is a team that somehow beat the Bills earlier this season, which is still one of the more bizarre scenarios of the year. What is the roadmap to somehow? The Ravens getting this help from Jacksonville. So, I mean, you know, this this is a league of parity, right? Like, what we saw last week where the New York Jets were competitive with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even though they probably shouldn't have been. Now, there were some distractions with the, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and all that stuff, but it was a close competitive game. If you followed any of the Jaguars game this season, especially the past five, six weeks, they have not been in competitive games. Now, if you're asking me, how do the Jaguars have a chance? How can they get this done? It's got to be the same way they got it done against Buffalo, and that's with their play of their defense. What makes me nervous, though, is the whole season, their identity has been stop the run, stop the run, stop the run. And even when they played the Colts for the first time in Indy, they did a pretty dang good job of stopping Jonathan Taylor. Like He wasn't the guy that beat the Jaguars. But what makes me nervous now is you know, when Urban Meyer got fired, um, you know, when it, just, it was all in the tank, They've kind, of, they've kind of lost their identity on defense a little bit. And, and they're going to need that if they want to stay in the game with the Colts now. Now, maybe they get that identity back. Maybe this is, you know, this is the last game of the season. They try to pull out all the stops at home. I get all of that. I just think right now, uh, due to COVID, you know, players being out and all this stuff, there's just a lot stacked against the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
What's happening coach-wise? And obviously, they're not going to say anything yet until yeah. uh, the game comes and goes on Sunday, but a lot of rumors about Byron Leftwich. Uh, directionally, what do you think they're going to do? Offense, An offensive mind, a defensive mind? So, so to me, it's all about Trevor Lawrence. You know, the, the, the whole goal of this season, you know, like Jaguars fans weren't expecting a playoff run this year with Urban Meyer. But there was expectation to say, okay, let's go ahead and develop Trevor Lawrence. Let's give him confidence and let's get him better. Trevor Lawrence has regressed. Um, and that's not something you want to have in your franchise quarterback uh, going years and years forward. Meanwhile, you got guys like Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow going on their second years, you know, breaking records. We're not that confident right now with Trevor Lawrence down here. So to me, I got to see an offensive-minded coach. Um, to two names being thrown around right now, Doug Peterson interviewed. Jim Caldwell is another guy that's kind of hot on the radar. But another issue with this franchise right now, which I'm sure you guys have, have seen all over Twitter, is they have chose so far to retain Trent Baldwin. Yeah, it seems very now, popular. It's, and, and, people like, it's, it's people like it down there, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it got to the point where it pushed the fan base to now you know, set their Twitter profiles as clown emojis. And there's going to be probably thousands of fans rocking clown costumes because they don't want Trent Baalke here. He represents the old regime. They want to start from scratch and start anew, which I understand. There's also been some reports saying that some NFL coaches are turned off to the idea of even interviewing for the Jacksonville job because Trent Baalke is in these meetings. So you're essentially shooting yourself in the foot right now by maintaining him, and I'm very curious to see what Shad Khan does here um, You know, after the season, if he chooses to retain Trent Baalke or if he starts anew. The weird thing is they're, they're in a division. Obviously, Tennessee's been really good. They're in a division that you can. I think you can make up some ground pretty quick there. You know, they're not in. They're not in a spot. They're not in like baseball's American League East. They're they're in a they're in a division where if they could just get marginally better, they could compete at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, we talked about this last year before Urban Meyer got here. In terms of like being attractive, it is an attractive job. Now, I think it's lost a lot of the luster just because of the bad optics. And I think now it's more of Shad Khan, you know, after this season, trying to convince a coach to come here as opposed to last year when it was coaches trying to get, you know, at the doorstep and you're trying to be the suitor to try to get coaches here just because you had Trevor Lawrence. You have all this salary cap. You, you have all this draft capital. Like, Jacksonville last year was the job to get. This up-and-coming year now, yeah. I think it's just another job. So, yeah, playing in the AFC South where it's the Titans, you know, the Colts are always going to be up there, the Texans. We'll see with Deshaun Watson what happens there, but they're kind of a mess as well. It's not a bad spot to set up shop. It's just the fact of the bad optics right now have ruined this team. Austin Lane is with us here on GCR. By the way, what you just said is to me the reason why. Why wouldn't you just hire Byron Leftwich? And, and maybe the answer is Byron Leftwich says, I, I know I've got you know I, I got love for the area, but I don't want it, right? Like I, yeah. What wouldn't that just be the right thing to do in this situation? Is to say. You're someone who maybe has some positive feelings about this place. Could you please come save us? <laughs> well, so here's the interesting thing about Byron Leftwich. Now, obviously, Byron Leftwich was, was a Jaguar here for, for many years. They got the quarterback position. Some could say that, you know, on the, the terms that he left weren't the best. Okay. But he came out and said that he was going to respect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and not interview for the job until after the season. Mm. Okay, that's fine. That's his prerogative. But yeah, the season Todd might Bowles, not end soon. Yeah, right. Yeah, but but Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, has interviewed for the Jacksonville oh, Jaguars job. Weird. So 
that kind of leads me to believe that, you know, Leftwich is good where he's at or just doesn't have any appeal to go to Jacksonville and get that interview. That's not great. <laughs> That's not great. Hey, you know, I know this is something, Austin, you probably – I know you're a, you're a fighter. I don't know if you've ever considered professional wrestling uh, – Tony Khan has become obviously yeah. this larger than life personality because of pro wrestling, and I've, I've been fascinated by like you know all this stuff towards Trent Balky. How how do people in Jacksonville feel about the cons? Right, they like they, they kept yeah. the team in Jacksonville when a lot of people thought that that might be you know London bound. Like they did do that, but it's kind of a, a cluster f right with with yeah. the Urban Meyer thing, and now you add in the Trent Balky thing, like. What is the uh, feeling from the the Jaguars fan base towards the ownership, the cons themselves? Well, I mean, look look no farther than what's going to happen this Sunday when people are going to be wearing clown costumes, right? Um, the 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 whole clown movement, if you want to call it, it started off with someone posting a clown emoji with Shad Khan's mustache. So that gives you a good idea of what this fan base yeah. thinks right now in retaining Trent Baalke. Um, You know. See, there's Shad Khan, the businessman, and then there's Shad Khan, the Jacksonville Jaguars owner. I think he's done a lot of good for the city in trying to grow it, right? Investing money back in the city, investing money in downtown, and that's fantastic. But you're known as Shad Khan, the Jacksonville Jaguars owner. Right. And if you look at his track record the past decade, it's not good. You had 2017 AFC Championship game. That turned out to be an outlier, an anomaly. Everything else from that, in terms of bad optics, in terms from losing seasons, it's horrible. And, and I think Jaguars fans are obviously fed up with everything. So um, to answer your question, I think it's a lot of frustration. I think it's a lot of just disappointment. And, you know, Jaguars fans are trying to find the best way to, to put that energy to showing that. I think with Tony Khan, it's interesting because this is a guy who, you know, started AEW from the ground up, is doing very well with it, is, you know, in, co- in competition with WWE. Um, this guy runs Fulham, the, the, the soccer club as well, uh, in Europe. So he's got a lot of things on his plate. But talking to Tony Khan, we had him on our show a couple weeks ago, it seems like Tony Khan on the football side of things, he's only responsible for the analytics and getting the undrafted free agents. Like, I understand on his Twitter profile it says owner next to his name of the Jacksonville Jaguars, but you get the sense talking to him that he doesn't have a lot of input on what his dad says and, and what, 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 what goes with that. Interesting. I think he would like to have more input. I think he would like to tell his dad, hey, this whole Trent Bulky thing, let's just get rid of him, man, all right? Because it's not a good look. It's bad optics. Let's start new. I think he liked to have that conversation with his dad, but I think his dad is the one calling the shots, and I think Tony maybe wants more responsibility. Well, um, you know. So you're saying 24-20 Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying, I mean, if you want to play the spread, we, we could probably help you out, but yeah. as far as winning the game outright, yeah. man, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> hey, real quick, one other thing, too. Um, any, what's the update on uh, DJ Chark? And, like, what's the, what's the feeling there moving forward with him? Ravens are potentially in the need for another receiver. Yeah, so if you would have told me two weeks ago my thoughts on DJ Chark, I thought he was probably going to walk because you had guys like Michael Gallup out there. You had guys like Chris Godwin out there. Well, that the landscape has changed now. They have both torn their ACLs, you know, obviously damaged goods a little bit. I'm not sure if you're going to throw the, the bank at a couple guys coming off of an ACL repair. So when we talk about that, well, the Jaguars need wide receivers. They needed them in the worst way. And I think DJ Chark, when he's healthy, when he's 100%, 
He has gone to the Pro Bowl. He has shown that he can be a leader on this team. I think they're probably going to retain DJ Tark or, you know, if they got to tag him, do what you got to do. But this team is in such need of wide receivers that I think any decent one that you have, you can't afford to let him go. Uh, Austin, we can follow people, or people can follow you on Twitter. It's at A underscore train underscore 92, correct? Absolutely, yes, sir. Anything else I can plug for you? Uh, no, man. I mean, hey, if you want to start talking about draft coverage, check out ESPN 6.9 because we'll be breaking down Thibodeau and Hutchinson, I'm sure, pretty soon, man, because that's where we are right now as a, as a programming network. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been a season and a half here, man. I'm just ready for it to be done with. I understand that. Hey, brother, appreciate you taking the time for us as always, man. Uh, happy New Year. Let's talk soon, all right? All right, man. Sounds good. You guys stay casual. Talk to you later. Austin Lane checking in with us from down in Jacksonville, and I don't have a great feeling about uh, – them getting help in that way on Sunday. I, uh, I don't either. And now that now this thing that's come out where the Raiders wouldn't have to win on Sunday night really changes things. I, I you know I understand what you're saying. I remember Brian Billick years ago said if I have a team prepare for a game that that we have to go win, I'm not going to suddenly five minutes before the game walk in and say I've changed my mind. You guys don't have to try to win this game. We're not going to try. Okay, but I it, think that's a difficult thing. I and I don't think that was just lip service. I think that's real. I think I it's very know. difficult to ask a football team. I to, guess the one thing you would say is that their dra- their their seed could be impacted. Yeah, a lot of people pointed that out. Like, there's a big difference in playing, say, Kansas City or Cincinnati. Right. Like, if that ended right. up being the two. Right. But I, I'm just. I guess I'm suggesting that if Derek Carr got this bell rung for Oh, yeah, it'd be game. way easier for them at that point to say we're not putting it back in. I don't disagree with that. Right. Is there motivation for them to keep a division rival out of the playoffs mm, it, it, to not win? Not at all. No? I don't think. No, I, I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't think those teams care about each other. But I, they barely know one another. But I don't. I don't. I just don't think. I don't think that they suddenly okay. before the game say we change our mind. We're not playing any of our guys now. Maybe the fact that there's a six-hour difference between the result, or I guess the game, the first game, those games will be over at four. four. Maybe having a four-hour difference gives them time to think about it a little bit more. But I, I really do okay. believe it's difficult to to prepare a team for the most important game all season. Which is what they have to do all week. All week, they have to, in the building, say, this is the most important game of your lives. And then suddenly, right before the game, say, yeah, we changed our mind. It doesn't matter at all. Like, I just think that's a difficult thing to do with trust and with, you know, guys. There are still certainly guys that have monetary reasons to be wanting to play in the game. I think that's a tough thing to do in the minutes before a game. Now, yes, to your point, Derek Carr gets anything. I don't think they'll win it anyway. I think the Chargers are going to beat him anyway. Um, I, I have you seen their uniforms. Oh, right there is that. Yeah, there is. A, there is always that. There's always I, I think the Chargers are going to beat them. Enough with you. All right. Um, hour when's my hour start now? Yeah. Now, well, Cadre's scheduled to join us. You were supposed to come on at eleven twenty. That was the point. So you'll get the rest of that I'll hour. I'll sort him out. All right. Cadre's going to join us next. We'll talk some more Raven Steelers. We'll talk about uh, Ben Roethlisberger. We'll do all that stuff with him. And then uh, I do. I got Would You Rather Wednesday scenarios. You guys have been responding to those, so we'll get to that in the second hour of the show. And I, I do want to talk. Somebody asked me if I was going to uh, say anything about DJ Durkin, and I didn't. It's not really a change, but, yeah, I'll bring it up. We'll talk about that in the, the second hour as well. So all of that coming up here in hour number two. Hour number one of today's show has also been brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Football. If you're not playing Underdog Fantasy Football, that's very silly. You can bet now in the state of Maryland, but you have to do it in person. You can't do it online or on your phone. And we're hoping that changes at some point. But until then, 
you can feel like you're betting when you play underdog fantasy football. Download the underdog app or go to underdogfantasy.com. Use the code PRESSBOX. I'd like to take a break if we can. Um, Use the code PRESSBOX, and we'll match up to $100 of your first deposit. And then you can play player props, parlays, everything that makes you feel like you're betting with underdog fantasy football. Again, underdogfantasy.com or the underdog app. Use the code PRESSBOX when you make your first deposit. Kadri Ismail next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. That first sip. That first bite. Mmm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. The latest issue of Press Box is available now, and it's our very special annual Best of Issue on the cover. We celebrate Justin Tucker as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, honoring his historic on-field achievements, but also the unprecedented relationship he shared with Baltimore. Inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of 2021, including Cedric Mullins' incredible season and the dominance of local Paralympic athletes. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgambling.com. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Window Depot Baltimore provides the highest quality Pro-Via windows, doors, and siding for all budgets. The best is finally affordable. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 410-941-3499. They also offer Zoom and FaceTime consultations in an effort to practice social distancing. A proud sponsor of the Tyus Bowser Show, you can find out more at windowdepotbaltimore.com. If you miss anything, don't forget that you can find whole shows later on Spotify, Apple, or Amazon Podcast. It's Glenn Clark Radio. All right, I, I, just from the NFL, just to clean this up, the Raiders. If the Ravens win, the Raiders would have to try. Period. I just that's that's if what if the Ravens if the win? Ravens win, the it's Raiders. Not what I read earlier, the, so I apologize. The Raiders would not clinch. Okay. The, the Raiders, if earlier in the day Indianapolis loses and and Baltimore loses. Then they don't have to try. Okay, that's not then what on I Sunday read night, So I apologize. If, if those two scenarios play out, it still presents a scenario. I'm to find where, the guy on Twitter to put yeah, this up. Probably fight so I can him. beat him. You up. should probably fight with him. Um, so no, if the Ravens win, then the Raiders would still have to try on Sunday well, night. We're winning. 
Eh, eh. Those guys aren't coming here and beating us on Sunday. Okay. okay. Drew Forrester is here for hour number two of Glenn Clark Radio. Today's show also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Let's talk more about that. Raven Steelers, man. Wait, hang oh, oh, you know what? I you know what I did think about, about when, you, when you wandered in here today? Do you remember what you did to him once upon a time? Yeah, I probably Beat him by 15 shots. Might be true, but here's what I know. We were doing a charity golf tournament one day, and I said, I bet I've been friends with Kadri for a long time. I bet I could get him to come out. Okay. And you were like, okay, but you've got a caddy for him all day. And I said, all right, you know, like, fine, I'll I'll do it. You got fired four holes in. Oh, I'm sure I did. That was bad enough. Do you remember who else was lunging around with us that day? Oh, was it Rick? It was Rick. Was it really? You made we this guy him, put him. up with Rick from Reisterstown. Yeah, we owe him an apology for that. For an entire round of golf. I do remember that. Super Bowl champion. We owe him an apology. WJZ TV. He is our friend, Kadri Ismail. He's back with us on GCR. I have no idea why you still talk to me since that day, Kadri Ismail. <laughs> I have no clue why you continued to have anything to do with me after that day we made you hang out with Rick from Reisterstown. I, I thought basically you would stop and disown Drew, and you and I could forge a better friendship. But then I hear this voice, and I have this PTSD because he kind of like hoodwinked me with Rick from Reisterstown. He was asking so many questions, and oh like he was Newton every shot. He'd be like Newton. I'm like, what are we doing? It's here, the only dude? way I could beat you. <laughs> See, it was crazy. What's I, up? I, I'm feeling bad now. I feel like you know we should. Have a rematch, yeah. and you should give me like eight aside. Let's do that. I don't know about the eight aside, but let's have a rematch. How is? Do you still play? I mean, I don't, do you still live up at Maryland Golf and Country? Do you still play regularly? Do I live up in Maryland yeah. Golf and Country Club? Yeah, do I don't play at Maryland Golf and Country Club any longer. Okay, I I've played there. We've had um, friendships that have uh, uh, brought me back there, okay. but to say that I Kadri. I mean, member there would yeah, be, be inaccurate. Factually inaccurate, and we don't do that. Yes. We're, we have a higher yeah. journalism standard. Well, you can come to Eagles Nest, and I'll, we'll it. tee it up and have lunch and have a good time. After the yes. Super Bowl. After the Ravens get in. and <laughs> yeah, Would sure. you stop laughing? That's going to be a thing. All right. The Ravens, the Ravens, the Ravens. I know. Let's, let's do this, because uh, Kadri Drew, I am not. Drew is someone who believes the Ravens should move on from Greg Roman after this season. Where are you with the Ravens? Not necessarily just about what happened this year, because look, this year they had a thousand players hurt, and I think it's insane to judge. Where are you with what they do moving forward as a franchise offensively? Boy, I I am cracking up when I hear the vitriol about Greg Roman. Um. I got. I'm. I'm cracking up in that. I. I really. I'm. I'm kind of stumped. Um. I don't know. I'm, I'm. Here's why. Because I. I get it. What people are saying and why they are saying it. Because. You know. The, you. You're. You see year one growth and you want. You know. Year two to even be better and then year three. You know. You're. 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 You're big time in the conversation of going to AFC Championship games and. You know, being um, the next, you know, dynasty kind of similar to what we see up in New England, and you, you're kind of seeing a regression. 
Um, yeah, they won on the road last year as far as in the playoffs. Uh, this year, you you know saw where they brought in Mike Williams. They brought in T. Martin. They increased you know the production of the the receiving core. Um, got some more talented guys, but then you kind of see you know this what, what are we doing kind of a mindset and whether it be injuries, which I think plays a big part, whether it be heck even free agency and injuries as far as the offensive line because remember you had Ronnie Stanley. And then, of course, you also had Orlando Brown Jr. So, you know, Ronnie Stanley doesn't get hurt. You know, Orlando Brown Jr. doesn't go over to left tackle. Left tackle now doesn't enter into his mind, and he doesn't use that as a leverage to leave Baltimore and get paid even more. You know, there's a lot of little things that go on that formulates a bigger picture. And I'm not trying to be a Greg Roman apologist because I know he's not perfect, but I think that the low-hanging fruit is just to say, Oh, we need to fire Greg Roman uh, when you're not looking at the bigger picture. If you're looking at the bigger picture and you still at the end of the day want to say fire Greg Roman, go ahead. Yeah, I, and I think um, all those points are valid. And I, as I said to Glenn earlier, like I am not one of those people who jumps up and down and says he's the sole reason he's got to go, he stinks, he sucks. That is not me at all. I, I'm just a believer that I think they need to go – they need a new – direction as it relates to the way the league pretty much the league goes these days which is to say that you have to be adept equally adept at running the ball and throwing the ball in my opinion and I don't think they're adept at throwing the ball and some of that has to be on him and some of that just is his nature he's always been very very good at coordinating offenses that have strengths at running the ball and that that's I'm not I am not a hater of his at all. I think he's done a good job. I just don't think his strengths align with the direction of the league, in my opinion. And so to to you know just play that back and forth devil's advocate, um, it's not that I don't think he's adept. I think that for what they did when they first put Lamar in there, and I you know remember sitting in the stadium and up in a press box and and literally. Uh, Lamar gets under center, and, and they didn't throw the ball not one time, and they just really marched down the field and imposed their will running the ball, and obviously they ended up in a score. When they had the MVP year, it was even worse. It was just like bully ball that I dubbed it, and they just was just, you know, just beating down um, people. But I, again, think personnel rules the roost. What is your personnel? I think for John Harbaugh, he kind of doubled down on the, you know, we're a running team and this is what we're going to do. And so, you know, he pretty much co-signed um, the fact that he likes running the ball and Greg Roman is a guy that is going to help his team run the ball. Also, when you look at not only Greg Roman running the ball, but you also look at the additions from a passing game standpoint that you brought in you brought in people to you know bolster your passing attack the i guess question now becomes when you're in that meeting room game planning and when you're you know in game are you you know closing your ear off to those uh to those set of of counsel uh voices or are you just you know listening to them, and then it's a 
execution problem on the field. If it's you shutting off the voices and those voices are, are kind of just stopping and getting frustrated and saying, you know what, you know, all right, you're going to call what you're going to call and ignore us, then, yeah, he has to go because that's going to hurt your team. But if it's an execution problem and those voices are giving you some really strong uh sound advice and you look at the film and you study the film and you see that man you know we had this play but look at this guy's technique you know Alejandro Villanueva coming off the edge um you know Hendrickson just had his way with him so no matter you know what the scheme was Hendrickson is going to get in there get that sack man no matter you know what we called we could have called a run or a pass but TJ Watt just was abusing um uh, Mercury, and what are we, what are we, what are we doing here? You know, uh, Aaron Donald, boy, you know, I know we could have, you know, pushed the coverage or pushed the line protection the other way, but son of a gun, you know, we thought we had this locked up, um, or the the eight in the box, you know, mindset, the the zero blitz look. Yep. Um, did we sit there and you know give Lamar all the necessary checks? And if we did, cool. If we didn't, well, then that's something. Yeah, you 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 need to um, <laughs> you need to go look at the coaching staff and 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 reshift that whole thing. The reason why, from a standpoint of the zero coverage, I had been saying, look, when you run the ball, it invites all those people in the box. It invites one on one coverage on the outside, and that is a receiver's dream. Yep. Well, all I know is when there was man-to-man on the outside, three wide receivers, uh, Aaron Rodgers is like, yep, I got Devontae Adams. Devontae goes ahead, he makes the proper adjustment, and he has the poise enough to throw it to him. Whereas with Lamar, you know, he's throwing it to Sammy uh, Watkins, and Sammy is, uh, you know, he didn't throw it in in a, a easy catchable position, but he certainly threw it to where, you know, you expect your receiver to get it. Um, that would have gotten the the Miami Dolphins out of that zero look, and it would have also scared other teams away from going into that look for future games. None of that happened. So is it complicated? I just answered your question in the longest complicated rebuttal known to man. So I made a 40-foot putt for Eagle ah, to say something. What up? I, I, I love it. I'm, I'm convinced, too, now. Yeah, right. Oh, no, you changed your mind. Kadri Ismail is with us here on GCR. You're going to see him Sunday uh, before – uh, Ravens, uh, Steelers on CBS. He'll be on WJZ, of course. Q, what you allude to uh, with the zero coverage stuff and the blitz, part of it was we saw in looking back at film, there were plenty of opportunities for Lamar Jackson to throw the ball um, underneath, and there were open receivers on those plays, and those plays just simply weren't made. It, presuming he doesn't play on Sunday, which I don't think is a, a reach at this point, and presuming the Ravens don't play in the postseason, we've seen the last that we're going to see of Lamar Jackson. How concerned as a whole are you moving forward about his struggles during those four games against that zero coverage look? I mean, it is concerning because you didn't show that you could stop it. It's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. It's a, hey, what do we need to do to stop X player? You know, why is it that um, Ben Roethlisberger is shutting it down after 18 seasons? Because... Teams have been shutting him down <laughs> during the regular season, and they realize, well, you know, he, he ran out of gas. Same thing for Peyton Manning and 
Eli Manning and and whomever Cam Cam Newton, for example, as well. You know, you're like all right, you know, you looked apart, but then you're making too many mistakes. You're not able to do what you used to do. Um, you're you're not seeing the the field the way you should be seeing the field. You know, so I think for the the larger picture of it, when it comes to Lamar Jackson. He is a a tremendous talent that does some amazing things, but there are some weaknesses that had reared itself um, during this time as far as the the games that he was unable to get in there and, and understand the pressure looks and understand where to go with the football. Q, we were talking earlier, Glenn and I, about the receivers, and so this is a good opportunity to get your insight on some of these guys that, I mean, we've seen DuVernay and Prochet for two years, but we haven't seen a lot of them, and Prochet caught seven balls against the Bengals and then didn't, didn't even play the next game. Um, kind of assuming, just for, you know, what's in giggles, that Watkins is gone, um, Give us your just give us your quick thumbnail on the other three, Wallace, uh, the draft pick from last year, and uh, Prochet and DuVernay. Is that enough moving forward, or, or should the Ravens be a little active in free agency for a receiver in the spring? You know, the, the non-canned answer is that I, I think they need to look at their receiving core and saying, what do they want as an identity? Because I think those receivers, when they were called upon with a limited amount of opportunities, they took full advantage of said opportunities and made some really, you know, strong catches throughout the year. Uh, but with that said, I think, you know, from a free agent standpoint, you know, I, I think it's more about your offensive line than, you know, trying to to muster up the receiving core. I, you know, I. I I don't. I don't think that it is needed based upon what I saw. You know, Tylon Wallace, for him to not play, then because of all the injuries and then the COVID list and everything, he gets this uh, rare opportunity to go out there and, and he just shows up. You know, that that says an awful lot. You know, and and I think Prochet and Duvernay. I think they've they've shown up. You know, going all the way back to you know heck early in the season at the Detroit game making, you know, clutch catches. So I think they can play. Uh, this isn't, you know, one of those scenarios where it's like, well, you know, the Ravens receiving core, we're not sure. I, I, I give them a seal of approval. I think they need to shore up the offensive line. I think that, you know, uh, Adafi Owe, yes, he's solid and all that, but I think they need, they need to figure out either scheme or pick somebody else up to, to get out to quarterback, uh, you know, Joe Burrow ain't going anywhere in the division. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Baker. Although I don't know, you know, with his shoulder and we'll see what happens as far as replacement with Pittsburgh, um, and, and Ben, but, uh, yeah, y'all need to get some, some pass rush help or scheme help because right now, you know, we're just seeing like, just, just okay. Offense and defensive fronts would be my my uh, off season priority. All right, but because you brought up Ben, let's wrap with that, right? Um, this is we're assuming the final game for Ben Roethlisberger this Sunday. We know he's going to be a Hall of Famer. We also know he's quite a polarizing figure, and particularly in Baltimore, he's very unliked. 
you're, you know, at some point the Ravens put him up on the big screen on Sunday and they show him and maybe even say like, do you think they're doing you know, that? I don't know. I don't know yet. I we can talk about that more. But let's just say they do, Kadri. What, what do you think Ravens fans should do in that moment? Like what? I, it's. I, I think they should respectfully standing up, acknowledge him, and boot the shit out of him. <laughs> You're the man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God! And you even set that up so well, bro. Yeah, right, right, like right. I was totally prepared for you to say, like I think they should Tip stand up and yeah, be right? respectful. Tip well, their cap like a good, oh my like, like God. a like a good fan. This is this Dude, is Pittsburgh you, let me, hey, and let me ask Baltimore. You this. this ain't this ain't oh this my. ain't some nicey nicey. Let me ask you this. We've had a billion what? conversations. That's the greatest thing you've ever right. said to me. So well, let me ask you this from a player standpoint. Do what do you? And you may know this. Does the team, in some way, shape, or form, approach the players either through John or even kind of indirectly to ask your opinion of it? Like, what would you think if you were on the sideline Sunday and you saw that the organization do that? Would that would that matter? If they gave him some level of appreciation via video. Yeah, something like that. I would. I honestly, I I know the guys that do you know rave TV. I think their form of appreciation would be showing Holodinata, yeah. would be showing Bart Scott, would be showing Tises, all just making plays on on Big Ben. And and okay and and if and that, I mean that's that's the ultimate sign of respect though. Yeah. Like no, and no, in no, my opinion, it. I mean that's like competitive. Like yo, now after the game. Sure, if, you know, I, I'm like, yo, can I get your jersey? Let's jersey right, swap. Right, right, right. Of course. But other than that, no, uh-uh. this oh. game is you, on. You know what I didn't know about you, by the way? I had no idea you played one more year than you should have just so you would finish with more touchdowns than your brother. <laughs> wow, we going back. We going back. With 33, like, 33 for you and 30 for him, and I know yeah. you hold that over his head, too. Yeah. Man, I, I, you know, wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Bro. <laughs> I, I can't get I can't get over how perfect your delivery was on that. I, and, right. you, and you're not going to be allowed to say it on WJZ on Sunday, that's which correct. is a real shame. Right. Oh, right. well, that's that's why you guys have me on. I, I, I try to deliver my A game material for you. Missile training. I remind every, remind everybody where they can find out more about missile training. Yes, go to my Twitter at I am Ismael. DM me. Get some information. As far as your fitness, as far as your health, as far as your desire to be a better mover, I'll be right there. I am your guy. You can, you can I use am Kadri I'll be right there. I'll be right he there. He knows. I have actually, I literally attempted to make plans with Kadri to go up and, and I'm going and to And then do he it. looked at you and he said, he said yeah, I, it's hopeless. hopeless. Yeah. 100% he said it's hopeless with you. <laughs> I'm still Both in. of you guys can come on up and as opposed to beating you down and making you feel awful. You guys would feel so so much better. You're gonna the lift problem us up. is mentally, you guys are weak. That's <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting into like a wrestling skit. I now love, I, I love you, bro. <laughs> at at I am Kadria Smile. On hey man, Twitter. let's play soon. Let's hit it when it's nice. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm all up for it. Appreciate right. you, brother. Thank you for doing it as always, my friends. Thank you, gentlemen. Dude, I can't believe he said that. That was so great. I kind of feel that like they're gonna so do something great. for him. And I, I and, and I, I I said this today. I wrote this today. Yeah. If they, I, this is one of those rare occasions, you know, for the most part, we always, we come up with our position and we're, 
This is what I think, right? I do see both sides of it. I really do. I see the side where people say, F him. We're playing a football game. we got to win the game. And we're, we're not and, – and half the stadium is going to be their people. Like, we're not going to – we're not going to promote him. I, I, I get that. So, I do. I'm not as, like, lying in the sand either way. I do get it. And I think if they gave me – if they Ravens called me and right. said, all right, dude – we decided, uh, for better or worse, you yep. make the call. Yeah. I think that before kickoff, I probably would put him up on the screen. And when I say that, it might be it might be the appropriate way to do it, to put him getting sacked three or four times, and then at the end say, congratulations on a great career, or whatever, whatever wording you want to put up there. And then that's it. And I'm not asking the fans to cheer, boo, stand up, applaud. I, I, it, it becomes just part of the the, the pregame thing. The, the, the coin toss happens. I don't even know that you need to put the PA announcer on to say, oh, will you direct your attention to the right, video board? Right. I think you could just run it. And right. it's kind of organic. And, and if the people respond, they respond. I I think he deserves that as a competitor and as a guy that, for the most part, always played the game fairly with the Ravens. He mm-hmm. was never a prick. He wasn't Joey Porter. Um, but I do get both sides of it, and I do understand, and I do think it's important. And that's why I asked him, what would the players think? Yeah, I, and, know, I, and I go back to like right. in my soccer days, mm-hmm. and we wound up actually signing one of the one of the one of our biggest adversaries ever, Keith Furphy. Um, and, and and Franco McIntosh. Hell, I took them both. I I think I don't know what we would have done if Franco McIntosh would have played his whole career in Harrisburg, announced he's he was retiring, and his final regular season game was in Baltimore with a chance for both teams to make the playoffs. I don't think I would have done that. So, so honestly, there's so much here. I think my players would have been pissed. There's there's so much to this. By the way, thanks again to Kadri and that I I'll never get over how great that was. That was just so spectacularly well done, man. Um, that was that was delightful. Um, today's show is also brought to you by Glory Days Grill. I know how much you love Glory Days Grill, Drew. You were just over there. I saw you. So you posted. What you we uh we bought a gazillion dollars of food for New Year's Eve. Oh, that that was your play for New Year's Eve. Yeah. Was going and getting that's a bunch what of, I did. Five o'clock. Days grill. Went over there and got a whole bunch of food. Um, the smoky thigh wings are out of this world. They've got the smoky thigh wings, the Alabama barbecue sauce on the seasonal menu. They got comfort food classics like the short rib grilled cheese, as well as the Halpmas made meatloaf, the grilled meatloaf sandwich. We are giving away another twenty five dollar gift card to Glory Days Grill today for Would You Rather Wednesday. So get your responses in. Today's show brought to you by Glory Days Grill. So. The problem with this conversation is it starts off as a fun one and ends up being something else. And with that in mind, I wrote about it at length today at PressBoxOnline.com. This was ended up being about a 1,500-word column that I wrote today at PressBoxOnline.com. It starts with one thing that you said that's 100% true. You guys got to prepare your, for yourselves. There's going to be more Steelers fans than you've ever seen in Baltimore here for Sunday's game. It will be... It's not going to be half, but it's going to be a lot. It's. I think it's going to be closer to half than people realize it is. Really? I'm not okay. saying it will be. I'm just saying I think it's going to be... In the 25,000 range? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because the, they had 9,000 no-shows the other day. In something like that. Yeah, they did. Right. I'm just telling you because I okay. know. They had 9,000 no-shows. Okay. So, and so half of that, so if they have 60,000... And there's a market, there is a market for people who want those tickets this time. 
there is a right. There was no market. There the other was day. no market. You couldn't Literally, give away. I know. You, I know. One hundred percent. You couldn't give them away. You couldn't give the tickets away. The people were trying and they couldn't give them away. On so I watch right. it. I watch it on social. Well, media. it's the COVID thing that's been bothering people. Yeah, the COVID nailed it. Nailed it. That's. that's but that's all going away. Uh, right. Correct. This there administration's going to get. There's rid a of market it. now. <laughs> this administration's right. getting rid of stop, it. Stop it. Stop it. There's a market now. I swear. For these tickets, because Steelers fans want them, and it's not just Steelers fans in the area. Like Steelers fans. Oh yeah, they're are, coming down. Are coming down. Right. For this game, there is going to be the largest number of Steelers fans that you've ever seen. I, I would agree with on that. Sunday. Right. And and I think it could end up approaching 50-50. So you don't not, want to appease them. So you start that that is an awkward part of this, 100%. right? It's an awkward part of this if you put it up there, you might look around and it's going to look like the entire stadium is And that's why I say don't make a formal declaration out of it or an announcement. Just I, I you know, just put it up there, show them getting sacked a couple of times and then just put up a thing that says congratulations on a great career. And we hope you lose today, or something. So I, I don't care. All, all the biggest hits of his career against the Ravens. Right, a lot of people. Says, never. Congrats right. on never having to deal with this again. Something like Correct. that. Correct. Right. Something. Just. I do think it's the right thing to do. I. I, I do think that. It, and this is why what you said earlier is important. If they were six and eleven or six and ten, it would be a lot easier to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Like. It, it, it does matter that the game, you know, it does matter that he's coming to town on Saturday at three o'clock. They have plane lands here Saturday at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. He gets off the plane, and in his mind, I want to end their season. Right. It does matter to me, and I still think, I do think that it matter. I think what the players think matters. And in the last three minutes, I've been thinking a lot about that. Like See, when I ran the team, when that, I ran, that's the, where I'm going to separate. I, uh, I I think you're, I think the players matter. I don't, one, I, I don't think they. I, I shouldn't even say the players. I think the whole. I think the entire team I, matters. I don't like. I think Harbaugh matters. Right. Like John, do you mind if we do this? So, so the players are more in tune. It's it's funny. Um, earlier this season, we talked about this on the Tyus Bowser show. The players are more in tune. They they know what's going on on the screen. Like it's it. We, there's this word we want to believe that players are so zeroed in, focused on no, what's know. happening sure. in front of them. They're aware. Like Tyus is aware of who real fan Dan is, and him stripping off his his shirt and doing the cheer. Right? Like those guys guys gained some weight. By the way, he needs a good. I love love Dan. He's a good guy. I love Dan. All right. So they're aware of that stuff. They pay attention, but they have great reverence for Ben Roethlisberger as a player. Hundred percent agree. And that's where I don't think. When I say I don't think it really matters, what I'm really saying is I think. To a man, every single one of them would say, "Of course, you honor Ben Roethlisberger." What Kadri just said after the game, okay. like after the game, I'm going to go ask for his jersey. You know, Tyus was joking about like if I got an interception from from Ben Roethlisberger, it'd be the most meaningful football that I would have. Like it's it's he's that type of player. You know, I never got one for Tom Brady. Um, if I got there was one that he had the chance of getting in the other Steelers game, and he's like, if I had gotten that one, that would have been the most significant one I had of any of the quarterbacks that I had faced. They have reverence. It really jarred me the other night. I, I talk, do think they're going to do something. I said this on, on yesterday's show. I got to know Ray Lewis's daughter during uh, – we did a big special for him going into the Hall of Fame. 
and she helped me out a lot with. Oh yeah, that's right. They didn't have anybody else to put in that year. Right, correct. Yeah, they they, they slummed it and they put in Ray Lewis. Um, she helped me out not only with contributing because she was the one that was inducting him, but she also helped me get in touch with a lot of other people that I wanted to talk to during the process of everything that we were doing for our, for our, the issue that we did for Ray. And I've gotten to know her a little bit over the years because of that. She was a track runner down at Alabama. Uh, her name's Diamond, and I saw I, I, because this you know this if she were a golfer and she hit her ball off the fairway. You know what she'd be? A diamond in the rough. Anyway, so the moral of the story is... You are so thrilled your, with yourself Put that right in your now. pipe and smoke it, uh, Proctor, yeah, you, right. you goof. So I see her on Twitter on Monday night. It is a pretty good one, though. Thank you. And she's watching the game, and she... And I want, oh, God, I want to pull out the exact tweet, but it was like, I'm really happy for him. I'm so happy for him. For Ben. For for yeah. getting getting this moment. And you're like, that's Ray Lewis's daughter. Right. She's not supposed to be I, a happy I thought Monday night was really well done. I... I, and I don't know how much of that was organic at the end either, where he ran around the field. And I guess part of it had to do with the fact that they won. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, Cal did it because it was orchestrated. Yeah, it was well, always guy, planned. Yeah, but they asked, they told baseball they were going to stop for 34 minutes or whatever. Like, it, they didn't say that, but they did say they're going to stop the game, right? They, and they, they had a 34 minute max window. That's that, true. Yes. They, yeah, that's they true. Had a, correct. They had a maximum window yes. of 34 minutes. Yes. Um, but I, I, I thought it was very, very well done. And I even thought ESPN, and this is rare for them, um, I didn't even think they went overboard with it. I thought they handled it pretty well. I, I You know, they treated it like a football game. It was very obvious what was going on. Right. Um, I don't know that the league planned it out that way, but if they did, it was pretty pretty smart on their part. Um, Brown, Steelers, final game at home, Monday night, blah, 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 blah. Um, I thought it was well done. Thought it was cool, and so, you know he he has like a lot of people do when they have kids. Um, he appears to have okay, but that's, changed a little over time. This is also part of the entire conversation, though, and that's and it's right. part of the problem here, and that's why it's not fun when you really start diving into it because what you just said, look, look, just do something for him, put him up on the screen. Inevitably, someone's going to say, "Why would you do that?" He's a rapist. Inevitably. Someone's going to say that. And as I wrote about the day, mm-hmm. some people say that, and it means something when they say it. Some people really genuinely would say, I'll never be okay with anyone honoring Ben Roethlisberger. I'll never be okay with it because the, 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 the situation, there is enough there. If we remember the story, especially the one in Georgia where like the, the DA was buddies with him and it was just poorly handled. There was no actual investigation. The guy was literally taking selfies with him, uh, the guy that was supposed to be investigating it. There will be people who will honestly say something like that. We'll say, and there's a lot more people in Baltimore that will say it, but will also say, yeah, but I wanted Antonio Brown on my football team last year because they don't really actually care about it. It's just the thing that they throw out to be dismissive towards Ben Roethlisberger. Well, you always care when it's somebody else. You don't, you don't care when it's your team. Or they, they don't care about serious allegations that have made against one of their Terrell buddies. Terrell Suggs threw bleach in a girl's face. There's 100%. <laughs> right. And the Ravens are literally bringing him back as their legend of the game <laughs> right, on right, Sunday. Right, 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 right. By the way, I mean, that's wrong. You have to say allegedly. That's like You have to say that. We do. We have to say that. Right. But I wrote about that in my column today. I said, it matters. It, it matters. You know, if, if you're someone who says, well, the Ravens can't honor Ben Roethlisberger because there's allegations against him. Well, are you okay with Terrell Suggs being the legend of the game on Sunday? There's allegations that have been made against and him, too. And getting in the ring of honor. Are you okay with that? Because if you are, you can't really use that as... it. And Terrell's going to get in and Ray Rice isn't. 100%. That's true. 100%. Now, look, there's different legal you know, sides to that. And, you know, there's... I, 
there is more minutia there than we want to acknowledge that there is, but I, it's not dismissed. I won't dismiss it, and I wrote about it. Well, and I'm, uh, Ray uh, had some issues. Yeah, that's I'm, that. It's not that's not a fair comparison to me because that did get it, that got adjudicated. And well, one charge did. I mean, the big charge did. Right, right. The, he was still guilty of obstruction of justice. He pleaded guilty. Correct, to that. but obstruction right. of justice to me is not something that gets no, somebody. No, but, but it's obstruction of. Ju- I mean, he. Had I'm not a, saying he. I'm not telling saying that he's a choir boy, right. but I think it's a very different con- obstruction of justice. Is Understand. something that Ray Lewis absolutely did. Understand. It's wrong to say obstruction of justice in a murder because they actually decided what they thought that was. It was a, it was self-defense. They made a decision. There was no murder okay, that occurred I, I, that I night. I didn't bring legally. that up. To but I, I do think it's important because people bring... The Steelers fans will say that. They'll, oh, yeah. In the yeah, same uh, way, murder. Steelers right. fans will turn... If you say, I don't want Ben Roethlisberger being honored in Baltimore, he's a rapist, they're going to turn around and say, well, Ray Lewis is a murderer. And they're uh, double. wrong. Uh, period. Double. Right, right, right. There's no gray area there. Right. But legally speaking, agree. there is nothing that... There is gray area related to Ben Roethlisberger, there's gray area related to Terrell Suggs. There is no gray area related to Ray Lewis. One million percent agree. We have to say that over and over and over again because the truth has been bastardized over the year when it comes to Ray Lewis. And this is not me caping for Ray Lewis. This is me caping for the truth. The truth is at no point did anyone ever think that Ray Lewis killed a man. Never. Well, they had no evidence. They never attempted to suggest that he had killed a man. They knew he was not involved. They charged him with murder because the law in Georgia allowed that to be the case to try to get him to talk about his buddies. Ultimately, they got him to talk about his buddies, and you could see how valuable it was. The jury defined, found that it was an act of self-defense. Right. We have to deal with fact and truth. Well, it's Twitter. I understand that, but that's why I'm willing they to talk. But I'm willing to talk about it with Terrell. I used Suggs. to talk about it on the, all the I'm, time on the radio. I'm 100 percent right. willing to talk about Terrell Suggs because I think we should deal in fact and in truth. And honestly, I've always been uncomfortable with it. Terrell Suggs was a damn good football player and he was an entertaining guy, but I'm uncomfortable. It has made me uncomfortable over the years the way that Terrell Suggs is honored because. You can't read the allegations made by his wife and say to yourself anything other than that's evil. Like it's I think it was evil. his girlfriend at the time. Girlfriend at the time. Think it was they did get married. They got married. Okay, good. Same woman. Um, and I don't know if they're still married. I don't. I don't follow Terrell Suggs to this day. But they, the same woman he married her. So I, I have I've admitted that openly. I'm uncomfortable with it. I'm not the guy that's going to stand up and scream like, "How dare you ever honor Terrell Suggs?" But I'm uncomfortable. I, I can't lie about that. Now, I get it. There's a legal system, and there were never charges brought. She had no interest in being involved with that. And Terrell Other Suggs, than calling the police when it happened. Correct. Yeah. Um, she has there every right. Wep- there were weapons in the house. and he, he had to have them taken away, the whole right. thing. So I can't lie. At least he didn't have an alligator in his in his Right. There, that would have been different. Um, no, it was a crocodile. What did he have? I thought it was an alligator. I th- not Suggs. Um, no, other Terrence guy, Cody. Uh, Terrence Cody. Yeah, 100%. Remember that time when we, I guess we can say this now. What are we doing? You're trying to have a conversation. I You're was just going to say, remember when we went to the Asian kitchen and, and um, oh. old Terrence got out of his truck across the street at the gas station and it was that. like Spicoli getting out of his van? By the way, Drew treated that place with the reverence oh of the, the way the way that um, Ben Roethlisberger was talking about oh, Heinz Field on oh Monday night. Oh. That's how Drew treated the Asian kitchen in Owings Mills. Dude, like, it was the greatest. Like, like, like a China buffet type of thing? Uh, insane. <laughs> I love a good China, China buffet. It's no, not no. a buffet. This, it's not. No, they bring it right to your table. This place is sensational. But yeah, um, old Cody got out of his truck over there across the street, and it was like Spicoli getting out of the, <laughs> the van in fast times. So anyway, anyway, <laughs> allegedly, it's yeah. Thank you. Yes, you better say that. You better say that. This is this is the awkward part of the conversation. Why do we have an alligator in his bathtub? Stop, by the I don't way, no. How would I know that? <laughs> Who does that? Stop it. 
this is the awkward part of the conversation because there is something to be said for it. There is right. something to be so said. So you're saying for the Ravens, you're so but, you're suggesting that in some way, shape, or form, Roethlisberger's history, albeit ten years ago, right. should be factored into this. But, but 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 yet it's sort of. The Ravens have already made their decision. If they're willing to honor Terrell well, Suggs. I don't know that they're going to. Oh, oh. If but they're I don't willing know to honor Terrell Suggs at a football game, how could they possibly then say, but we won't honor Ben Roethlisberger? Because he because plays for the other team. That's a different conversation. Okay. I'm specifically talking about in the context of the. Oh, you're saying. Right. If they followed through with your point. Right. If and said, yeah, if, you know, Ben had that rapey thing. You know, we don't really that. want to put him on the screen and, right. and honor him too much. That it wouldn't hold water because they're literally honoring Terrell Suggs gotcha. on the same okay, day. Okay, that's fair. So now we're back to square one, right? Like, I've addressed all of that. We're back to square Why one. Why don't we introduce him by himself with a spotlight on him? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we need your attention. Yeah. We need your this attention, the, the man of the hour. They introduce all the defensive How starters, and then they introduce Ben Roethlisberger. that be last, if he came out of right. the Ravens thing and did the Ray dance? Right. right. <laughs> My God. So now you're back to square one because... Again, Hot in here. somebody's going to be pissed off. Right. So, tons of people are going to be pissed off. But what is the right thing to do? Based on your standard, the the uh, the, the rape charges shouldn't matter in making this decision because you've decided that you're willing – you've let the legal – whatever the legal system says, that's how you recognize certain people. So, okay, you would honor Ben Roethlisberger, right? He's been an all-time great player in this league. He's been the heart of a rivalry that has existed for two decades. You would you would do something, wouldn't you? Paul, to your point, a lot of people have thrown out the idea. Kadri just said that. Knowing the guys that I know that work there, this is what they're going to do. The way you do it is the the Orioles-David Ortiz route, right? It's mm. the, yeah, you honor him, but it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. I think they're you, just going to show a montage of him right? his ass kicked you, and they congratulate you, him. You, you honor. I would be okay. And I guess I would say, like, there will be some people, and again, to split hairs, there will be some people who will say, if they do what he just, what Paul just said, there will be some people who will say that that was Bush League. There will, of course, that, be some that, people that will say Why wouldn't you just put his face up there and just say, hey, Ben, from the Ravens, congratulations on a great career. Done. This, like, th- so no matter what you do, right? Yep. There will be people who are going to say that was the wrong way to do it. and But I do like the fact that you could create, and, and it might be 20 seconds, but you could create a quick, over the last 18 years, dot, 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 and yep. you could show him getting picked off and getting sacked. And at the very end, it could even be Harbaugh for four seconds just yep. saying, hey, Ben, all kidding aside, man, great career. Good luck the rest of the way. I think that, that would, would be, be cool. In a very, that would be a, I think it would be a very appropriate thing. That to would do. be a good way to appease the people that want to, you know, I hate Ben Roethlisberger, right. so you give them, and then the people that think that you're supposed to do something to recognize a Hall of Fame player, you could do all of that in that way. And is that probably the right thing? And is it probably what I, honestly, is it what I think they're going to do? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Kadri. I think that they're going to do something like okay. that. I think they'll do something of that ilk on Sunday. Before um, the game, I don't think it'll be once. You know, it could be during the first timeout. You know what I mean? It could be early in the game. Okay. Um, yeah, it, you don't want to do it with four minutes left. No, no. Twenty-three twenty. No, 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 hey, no, let's no. take a break yeah, real correct. quick and applaud Ben. Right. I think it would either be before the game or it would be. You know, is he first time getting in game. on the first ballot? Yeah, yeah. Quarterbacks do. Quarterbacks get in on the first ballot. Yeah, he'll get in on the first ballot. He you should. Know, and and look, will there he be should. will there be someone in that room? I that think he was actually way better than people think. Uh, and yeah, now, I, I say that because right, I, I, you of saw, all of yeah, our interaction, correct. but I think the dude was a total, legit 
I yeah, think I don't. Was, I don't think he was ever as good as no, a lot. Wasn't I, as good as the other two, but I think he was as good as anybody else. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Really, I would take him over Breeze. I, I would. I would not take him over Breeze. I, I wouldn't would. take him over Rogers. Well, I, wouldn't I wouldn't take either, him but over Rogers. Career is not done, but I wouldn't right. either. I wouldn't take him over Kurt Warner. Um, oh, I wouldn't. He had a better career day. because he played longer than Kurt Warner does. Kurt but as far as pure skill is concerned, now Kurt Warner's wife ran that house. I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> I have no idea what... It's very obvious that she did. Thank you. That's ben Roethlisberger never worked in a shopping uh, grocery store either. <sighs> you know about Pat Anger, the punter? Have <laughs> 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 I ever told you about what Pat Anger? What goes on in this man's hey, head? Man, I got I to gotta tell I you. I got a lot of stuff, Really, Paul. Really appreciate you coming in here this, <laughs> yeah, this week. Let's make this sure it? we never do it again. <laughs> this is <right>? it? This <laughs> is <laughs> It's been a lively show. God. Hey, if you missed it on Monday I night. I did have one of the Steelers Stop. thing. We gotta, no, I have one of the Steelers thing to ask you Stop it. If you missed it on Monday night, Stan the Fan and Ross Grimsley caught up with Mike Devereaux. I love me some Mike Devereaux. You can find it right now, facebook.com slash pressboxsports. Click on the videos tab or go to pressboxonline.com slash video and find it there. Save it. we got to do Would You Rather Wednesday. Okay. Talk about that. There's two other things that were on my list Golf. for today. You've No. No. What? what the t- season starts tomorrow. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. The season started in October. Wow, the, the real season it's the starts. It's bizarre. I know. The real. So effing weird. The real season starts tomorrow. <sighs> Drew's here. I don't know why. I'm sorry. I I'm apologize. I'm paid for two hours, John right. said. We'll come back in. We'll wrap it up next. It's Clint Clark Radio. Duffy's Garage is a family-owned and operated car care facility in beautiful Baldwin, Maryland. An authorized Maryland inspection station and Napa Pro Care Center with ASE certified techs. Tell them that Glenn Clark sent you and receive 10% off your service with a max discount of $150. You gotta trust where you take your car, so take it to where I take mine. Duffy's Garage in Baldwin. Duffy'sGarageMD.com the latest issue of Press Box is available now, and it's our very special annual Best of Issue on the cover. We celebrate Justin Tucker as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, honoring his historic on-field achievements, but also the unprecedented relationship he shared with Baltimore. Inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of 2021, including Cedric Mullins' incredible season and the dominance of local Paralympic athletes. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Glory Days Grill's winter seasonal menu is back with comfort classics like their house-made meatloaf and short rib grilled cheese. It also features the center-cut sirloin with grilled shrimp, the char-grilled pork tenderloin, grilled meatloaf sandwich, smoky thigh wings with Alabama barbecue sauce, and a Brussels and bacon appetizer. All of these items pair well with Devil's Backbone 8-point IPA or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. And try their seasonal cocktails, Blood Orange Burger, Bourbon Cider, Apple Ginger Mule, and Captain's Hot Cider. Find out more and get your order in today at glorydaysgrill.com. Great food, good sports. Window Depot Baltimore provides the highest quality Pro-Via windows, doors, and siding for all budgets. The best is finally affordable. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 410-941-3499. They also offer Zoom and FaceTime consultations in an effort to practice social distancing. A proud sponsor of the Tyus Bowser Show, you can find out more at windowdepotbaltimore.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. 
once again this season, PressBox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalis, and more. Watch the show at Facebook.com slash Sports and listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. PressBox's Project Game Day, every game day presented by Glory Days Grill. We can't imagine why you'd want to, but you can watch GCR live. It's at Facebook.com slash Sports yeah. and try to guess whether these guys are wearing any pants. I messed up, and I totally did not see. Proctor uh, responded to you when you called him out. He said... Uh, call him out. Well, he, no, he did. And he said, this is a, and it's a fair question, <laughs> all right? It's a fair question. Oh, this guy's so funny. He said, when are you due back at Boys Town? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Proctor? I'm going to actually give you credit. I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to give you credit. Right. That was pretty good. All right. Well, that was pretty good. Mobile One full <laughs> synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. Drew Forrester is here. Did We're you see down. the – this is good radio. Did you see is the threat though? of the fight in the pit, the pit Michigan State football game? No. The, the oh, fight I in did, the, I did. The threat, the Twitter threat. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I – Oh my God! I, 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 none of that does anything for me. I wish I, I, uh, people. I, this country is filled with a lot of uh, complete badass lunatic yeah, people. Yeah, it's also filled with a lot of people. But that who type are of really stuff, by the way, is when people say to me, who "Why are really don't, funny?" People say the fight itself. Well, people the fight, say to me, "Why do you not go to football no, 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 games the anymore?" Fight, I'm not. I'm talking about. I know the you're talking about when everybody said that. I understand oh all God. that. I this. I, it's problem. This is the problem for me. I. I, it's hard for me to laugh at stuff like this any longer because I'm like, it's awful. This is ruining us. It's awful. We are being ruined as a people because we can't just can't go, go to, to an game. epping football game. Right. We can't just all be adults and go show up at a football game. And it makes me wonder what's going to happen whenever I'm anywhere. Like I'm gonna be at a movie no, theater right. sometime, and all of a sudden there's just like a, a drunk maniac. Is like gonna... when we were just th- went to the movies, and you had your Duke shirt on, and the dude's like, "Right, that your... was a real problem, dude. Why you got shouldn't your... have done that? Why That's you got on your Duke me. shirt on. Yeah, all right, why would I do that?" Drew Forrester's here. Um, okay, quickly, before we get to Would You Rather Wednesday, uh, Dan says, you guys still aren't saying what you think fans should do if the Ravens put up a video. I, what, he's, what he's asking is, do you think fans should boo? Well, I think that it just is a it's a it is a personal thing. I wouldn't boo, mm-hmm. me, personally. This is Kadri Isma says, you should stand up and boo him. Right. I, I wouldn't boo him. I think that he's... I think he's put in 18 years of great work, and I think that it, I don't, I'm almost happy that he's gone. I'm, I'm going to cheer and say goodbye. Um, I, I don't would, know. I would like this guy to stick around a little bit I longer. Who? I, I wish that he was going to be their quarterback. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. He's not good. No doubt. Um, I, I wouldn't boo, and I, and I think that I would probably just politely clap, but that would be it. I because I think that that's the same thing I would have done for Peyton Manning if he would have been here. See, I, it's different because it, it is different because th- we didn't play against them yeah. and we didn't have this kind of crazy rivalry. And and the same thing for Brady. Like I feel like if this next year now we play Tampa in Tampa, but if Tampa Bay were coming here next year and Brady had said it was his last game, I think everybody would stand up and cheer for him. I think it's different because it's Ben and they've been our arch rival. So my answer is that what what I do, I would stand up and just politely clap for five seconds. But if the guy next to me booed, I wouldn't say, "Dude, what's wrong with yeah. you? You're a moron." Yeah, I, I I'm serious. I said this, wrote this today. Like, I just think 
I think there's an argument for every side of it, and I get it. I think the right thing to do, the classy thing to do as an organization, is to put something up on the board briefly. And it can include, as Paul mentioned earlier, it can include some sort of spoof, if you want, on him throwing two picks or um, him getting sacked. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Right. That, that, as long as that's tasteful also. Right. 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 You know. So I, I, and, and I think we've covered that. I wrote about, again, and I would encourage you to go read my column today at PressBoxOnline.com. Definitely don't spend any time at Drew's Morning. Thanks a lot, Greg Don't do that. <laughs> so I would encourage you to go read that right now. And what I said, if, if the allegations are the reason why you say I could never stand up and cheer for that guy, it's fine. I I. I think that's that's uh, totally okay. Totally agree. Also, I think it's completely. Which should be sit, sat down when Terrell's there. I, and that's it's, your point. It's 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 sort of my way of saying. And I hope that you're taking when when somebody in your life says that somebody else in your life, like the two people you know from hanging out at the bar, this this guy did this thing to me. I hope you treat that the same way. I hope you treat that with the same seriousness. I hope right, right. you don't just use this as a shield for why you don't want to like Ben Roethlisberger. I hope that you take that seriously. I hope that that's really how you live your life, is all of these allegations matter, and it's not just, I hate Ben Roethlisberger, so I'm going to tell you I think he's a rapist. I hope it's real. I hope that you really treat people that have serious allegations made against them the exact same way. And by the way, again, I'm not saying to cancel those people either, because I think that the legal system matters. But if in your personal heart of hearts you say, I can't cheer for Ben Roethlisberger ever. I could never stand up and even give him a polite clap because of the things that were said about him in Nevada and in Georgia those years ago. I get it. I'm fine with that. Utterly, completely fine. I just hope that you feel the same way. It's not a double standard based on whether or not that's a Raven or a Steeler. I hope that's the case because it means less to me if that is. if that is. Yep. All right, uh, Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you today by uh, by Live Casino and Hotel. Of course, sports fans, the wait is over. You can get down to Live Casino and Hotel and check out the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook in Hanover, Maryland. Bet on every game. You don't even have to talk to somebody. Like, for example, if you want to go put money on the Steelers on Sunday, you don't have to tell another human being that you're doing it. Or how about if you're going to put some money on Justin Thomas today around 2 o'clock? I mean, that's what someone told me. Somebody would do that. Somebody said that they were going to drive down there today. Yeah, It's weird. Who would that be? uh, It's definitely not me. At 9 to 1. Is that? Oh, how would you know that? Because somebody told you that. uh, Got it. Got it. It makes more sense. They've got self-service kiosks that you can go to, so you never have to say to a human being, "It's awesome." I'm betting against. I, mean, I heard it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Again, how would you know? It was awesome for me the night that I lost betting on a Chattanooga. It was very an awesome experience. For Did me you um, go ahead? And then I'll give you the bad bet. I mean, no, the bad just, beat story. Did you see what happened on Monday night? Monday night. Monday I want to say that this was Sam Houston State okay. and the University of. Texas, El Paso, okay. but it might not have been. It could have been some other, but it was definitely Sam Houston State. What was? Look up real quick. Okay. Monday night, Sam Houston State. All right. It's basketball. I'm it's basketball. Yeah, basketball. So Scott Van Pelt was crying over this on Monday okay. night. Okay. Crying. Okay. He was laughing so hard. He uh, on Monday night they played Texas Rio Grande Valley. There you go. What was the final score? It was eighty six seventy eight. That's how many points? Eight points. And Sam Houston won? No. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they did. They, they won. Did. Yes, they won. They were ahead by 24 points with three minutes left. <laughs> you know what the spread was? Seven or eight, eight and a half. Eight, eight and, and a half. half. Eight and a half. Of course it was. Of course they were was. ahead. Of course it was. By 15 points with 201 left in the game. Yep. 
Yep. Scott Van Pelt did the entire oh, no last question. three minutes. Yep, no question. And he was – and you ready for this? With 1.5 seconds to go, yeah, they were up. By the other team threw up a three-pointer that bounced off the rim and went right to a Sam Houston player. All he had to do was collect the ball. He held it up in the air, and a guy knocked it down from behind, picked it up, and laid it in. <laughs> it's really great. Now, it's really how great. on earth? Stop! You're going to do, do you yeah, bet on sports? Well, oh, I thought you were ready to say that it was fixed. I no, thought that was where you. How were on earth do you bet on sports when you see that, bro? Bro. I, you know, I said, I, the fun thing about hanging out in the FanDuel Sportsbook is that, like, you can, you're sitting there watching, and the night that and I And there had, are some real degenerates there besides oh, you. Correct. Yeah, I, mean, I am there. When you go in, yeah, right? you feel like a degenerate, and then you get there, and you're like, they live you know there. what? They live yeah, there. Yeah, you, lo- you look around, you go, you, it, right, uh, it's right. actually a shot of, it's, it does boost your self-esteem to go. Because you get, <laughs> Stop. It's like going Stop. to the racetrack. Stop. You go to the racetrack, and, and you Rick's see there. these other <laughs> slovenly. You leave the racetrack, and you say, yeah, I'm not that effed I'm up not, after I'm all. I'm not in the bottom. I'm not in the bottom 5%. There's a there's a percent lower than me. No doubt. So I'm there that night, and I'm really excited because Jeremy said, you're betting on Chattanooga tonight. Because it was the first game of the night. We're like, going to watch the whole game. I'm going to have some action on it. Chattanooga, Belmont. You're betting Chattanooga. I said, great. Despite the fact that I wanted to bet Belmont. So the number was five and a half, and they're down by 20 the entire. I mean, like they're just getting their ass kicked. But sure enough, late in the game, they crawl back, and they have the ball down eight. They have the ball down eight, and they get a three from the corner. They have a look at a three, and I'm losing my mind. I am flipping the F out in the middle of the FanDuel Sportsbook. Come on! I'm screaming. I'm screaming. and every, It's not even on any of the screens. I'm watching it on my phone, right? And everybody around is like, what is going on? Like, it was in like the intermission of the Capitals game or something that was, was on the screens. They're like, what is going on with this guy? But you're that excited. And I didn't even bet that much. I think it was only 20 bucks or something like that. But I was so excited. Dude, I see people yelling moment. at the horses on Kino. Oh yeah, that happens for sure. That happens for Hit sure. Hit that eight. Well, and and when I and when I went up and put my bet in on Chattanooga, the guy next to me was like, "Yeah, you're betting Chattanooga, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I am." And he's like, "I'm betting them too, right?" I'm like, "Oh, cool." And then he shows me a screen. He's got a twelve part parlay that he's put together. Forget it. Twelve games right. that he's all betting at the same time. I'm like, "All right, bro. Good luck to you." Yeah, forget it. Good luck to you. All right. Uh, would you rather Wednesday? Let's knock it out. Number one. Would you rather? This came to me. I I played it off of something that Brian Powell... I expanded it a little bit, but I played it off of something that Brian Powell had asked me yesterday. Would you rather... Uh, we had Ge- uh, Your boy, Gary Baxter, was on the show yesterday. Okay. We were reminiscing on how he's responsible, of course, for Ben Roethlisberger because he knocked Tommy Maddox out of the game back in 2004. Uh, we go back in time. Gary Baxter never hits Tommy Maddox. Ben Roethlisberger never becomes Ben Roethlisberger. Like, he might play, he might... You he know, might become Mason right. Rudolph. Right. But he's never Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Or we go back in time. Mo Lewis never hits Drew Bledsoe. And Tom Brady never becomes Tom Brady. Yeah, well, Brady's been okay. Um, I don't know. I think I might take the Brady one there. Why? Uh, he's won 17 Super Bowls well, in 20 not, years. Not quite, but close. It sure he's as won, hell feels like He's that. won 17 Super Bowls it in 20 sure years. It sure as hell feels like that. Paul? I'm taking the Brady one. Raven-Steelers isn't Raven-Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger. So I think that's relevant. I think that's relevant in this conversation. That being said, the best response that we've gotten so far was from Phil. Phil said... Phil McCracken? I don't think it was him. No, I don't think. I think it was somebody else. I think Phil called into the, the president on Christmas Eve. Uh, <laughs> oh, Phil, my God. Phil says, 
Glenn, I thought this through. If Ben Roethlisberger never becomes Ben Roethlisberger, don't the Ravens get to be the Patriots of the AFC North for the better part of the last 20 years? Don't they get to be the team that has easy street throughout the course of the season, coasts in the playoffs, hosts more playoff games, and is more likely to be a dominant factor over the course of two decades the way the Patriots had it on easy street because uh, nobody else in the AFC East was any good? Yeah, oh, Phil must not have watched a lot of the games. We didn't have there were some years where we didn't really have any quarterbacks. No, that's that part is true. There were years yeah. in there where they did, I but mean, they had a from, lot of years from, since two thousand and eight yes, until correct. now. You could make the argument. By the way, that, that's a fair argument to make. It's a really fair, and by yeah. that's the majority of Ben Roethlisberger's career. There's only now, four years before that. The other that, thing to think, and of in 06, is, they were really good too. The other thing to think is now you could just do this with everything. If we'd have been really good in 05, 06, 07, we would have never drafted Flacco. And by the way, this is Nick Kelly just said the, the Ravens likely win more in AFC North crowns and have an easier path to more Super Bowls. And the Ravens always Maybe. did well versus Brady in the playoffs. Not always the case versus Ben. Right. But if we'd have been really good in 05 and 06 and 07, we wouldn't have drafted Flacco in 08. Well, I don't know. That, that, that would be my counter. Right, you, but know, I, you could do well, this on every second. They were good in 06. They were very good in 06. In the, but they yeah, were 04, 05, 06, 07. They made the playoffs one time, I, I think. In, well, they, right, they went 9 and 7 and 4. 04, they, they missed, didn't make it. They missed the playoffs. Yeah, they were, but they nine, were good. They, they were, were good. They, they were 7 and 3 and missed it. Right, correct. Then 05, they were obviously. 05 was a disaster. Thanks a lot, Bowler. Down the stretch. No, they also, 05 was a year that everybody. Everybody got hurt. Everybody hurt. got hurt, 100%. There was, it was oh, you guys using that excuse again, huh? Exactly right. Yeah, it's an excuse. Same thing yes. happened in 2015. You guys using yeah. it. Here we Every, go. You guys using it. that excuse. No, 2015 is different because they were bad to start the season, and then everybody got hurt. Yeah. I disagree with comparing I, I, to 2015. I think they could have come back maybe, from their bad start. Maybe, but they were in a quarterback. <laughs> now that guy in the November his career. There he is. There's my guy, Drew <laughs> Forrester. I knew he was coming back. I knew he was coming back for me. Oh. All right, number two. Would you rather? I'm sure you're aware of uh, everybody being stuck on the highway down in Virginia I this heard, week. I heard that. Some for as many as 27 hours stuck on a highway. Their cars weren't moving. So would you rather Who you're stuck in your car, okay. stranded on a snowy highway for 27 straight hours, or you're stuck by yourself in an elevator for seven hours. Oh, so I can absolutely attest to this personally. Okay. Personally. Yep. I don't know if you remember this. I did a Sunday night thing with you here. Okay. Got on that elevator to come up. Yeah. And the well, elevator. Yeah, that, that elevator is you don't remember a nightmare. This? I, I got on the elevator this, and the yeah. elevator went to go up. Yeah. Never moved. I went to go open the door. Door never opened. And I stood in there for two minutes. And after about three minutes... Literally, I almost fainted. It's the I, it's a panic attack I, I'm not prepared for. Now I'm not saying Dude, that, I'm telling you, yep. give me the twenty seven hours. I'm not saying that I would handle that well, but I didn't. Confined in an elevator. And by the way, when you're in an elevator, guess what else you don't have? Yeah, telephone. Correct. You have you don't have the ability to get on Facebook. I well give me the twenty seven. In fact, yeah. in fact, make it thirty seven. Right. I was trying to come up with the numbers. I really was trying to come up with the numbers that would make this work. Because Anybody who picks elevator. Well, oh, by the way. Go get in an elevator for 15 minutes that doesn't open, right. and you'll change your mind. People are people are leading. I've gotten more responses for elevator. Just You're simply, insane. People simply doing the math of, well, it's seven hours versus 27 You're insane. Hours. I agree with you. I There is no change. Paul, you seem like you agree as well. Yeah, no, 27 hours. In, in, One in million seven. percent. Yeah. You can get out of the car. You can pee. You can pee. Well, you can pee in the elevator too, but you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to. You right. could trek I'm, to I'm a restaurant. I'm telling yeah. you, you you've no idea what you're talking about if you pick elevator. You're just saying it to say it. Yep, one hundred percent. Now I get it. People I would have died in fifteen minutes. People have brought up. I would have died. Started losing your mind, and you would have ended up right. I was close. Yep. 
Yeah. You know, I'm just close to having a heart attack. People have brought up the idea that, like, what if you run out of gas and you're just cold? You know what I mean? That's like, okay. You're, I can deal with that. Uh, it ain't great. I mean, like, you're there for 27 hours. I'm going to get somebody else's car. Yeah, and that is, and again. COVID notwithstanding. Right. I mean, like, all of this is a factor to me. It's not, to me, it's not even close. I'm like, I would really have to think about, what, like, if I pulled the number down, I kept playing with the numbers as I was doing this. Like, if I pulled the number down to two hours in an elevator. No. Maybe. No. Maybe. But pr- the problem being, But, but you again, know you're getting out. That's the issue, because I did say afterwards, because this starts with, the people that were stuck on that highway had no idea how long they were going to be stuck on that highway. Right. So I don't and By think, the way, what the hell happened? Nobody could move. The Just roads because were, it got so snowy? Yes. That, like, so quickly? Th- this was a massive, this storm, on no, Sunday I, on I, Sunday night, I get it. there were still plenty of people that were like, yeah, I mean, but there's going to be snow, but we don't really know. It like suddenly changed in like a, a few hours to... D.C. was a blizzard. It was a blizzard in D.C. Um, they got nine inches. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not saying it. No, I'm just no, saying Go ahead. Go ahead. I am not saying anything go. about Margaret. Drew, I'm just going to move Drew, right I'm not, go ahead. I'm not saying anything about I know, Margaret. You're going to come back to it. No. As, soon as, I, <laughs> as soon as I move on to number three for Would You Rather Wednesday, you're going to come right back to it. Just go ahead. I don't. If you're going to hold up the show, hold it up now. I'm not saying anything about Margaret. I'm just... They had a lot of snow down there. God, you're terrible. If you knew ahead of time, and and that's the problem, because based on what this was based around, you don't. You, these people that were stuck in their cars had no idea how long they were. Uh, stuck okay, in their cars. so if you said to me, if you said to me, two hours, but on the at two hours and one minute, the door's exactly going to open. Right. Then I would. That changes it. A hundred percent would change my opinion about. It. I still don't think I could do seven. I still don't think I could do seven. But if it was two hours and I knew. Then I would feel differently about I it. I didn't think I was getting out. Because you would just say, I'm going to sleep. I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to fall asleep for two hours, wake up. I didn't think d- I was do you getting remember, out. Do you remember being in the holding cell? I do, 100%. That was awful. That was absolutely was awful. something uh, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know about. I mean, we were together, actually. <laughs> like, you guys have to walk the line or so, something? So my last day there, uh-huh. they, they were like, we're letting you out early. You only got to stay here from 5 to midnight in this in this holding cell. I, 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 what am I missing? No, he did, he did exactly what you think he did. Uh, 100%. I, he did what I, he, I got a DUI. And oh, I, oh, oh, oh. And, and so well, Glenn's got five of those. So, so <laughs> I don't. My, I want to make that abundantly they, clear. They gave oh, me, allegedly. I did get one. They gave me five weekends, but on the fourth weekend, they said- Holy we, hell, where'd you get the DUI? It was, it was the second one. Oh, well- that, <laughs> In, in Harford County. Oh, you're done in Harford County. In, in Harford well, County. Done. Yeah, it's still you're done. I assure you, it still ain't as bad as Arizona. I promise yeah, you, you it ain't as bad. Yeah, you got four years. You're done in Harford County. So, the the instead of getting five full weekends. You're lucky you got five weekends. Well, it's supposed to be 30 days, but I did so much immediately after getting it that they were like, this dude did everything he's supposed to do. We're only giving him 15. So, they gave me four weekends plus uh, the Sunday. Whew. My weekends were Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. There's That's a certain amount of pride in your voice coming through right now. No, right? no, no. We've no. talked about it. He takes it very seriously. Yeah, We've I don't like that. I just it. had to tell you what I what yeah, happened. Yeah, he I, takes I, it very you're a good man. Do I, we don't want to. It's just not something we want to joke about. Um, You're not joking, um, especially on the air. But um, oh, no one's uh, on, on <laughs> they made me go in for that last for that fifth weekend. You can do your weekends any three days that you want. So I would do. I did Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I only missed one day of work. So Sunday, I went in at 5 o'clock, and they said, you're here till midnight, and then you're done. You had to sit in the holding cell with nothing on a cement slab just for in, seven just hours. Just until they're ready for you. For, for seven hours. And then they let and, you go? And then they let you go. You mean you didn't have to do the three days? No, for the last weekend, I didn't because of good behavior. 
Oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah. So that was awful. You can, you think you can sleep? You can't sleep. How are you going to sleep? You don't have a pillow. You have nothing. You're no football. Nothing to th- watch. There's nothing to watch. Nothing to do. No, I literally you, again. Count. If you knew ahead, again, you're creating a different scenario. If you knew ahead of time, I would do what I did the day that I passed out on the couch and was. I would just get drunk as hell and then say, "I'm." That's gonna go what you're this. in there for. No, no, no. I'm saying in this elevator scenario we're talking oh, about gotcha. the elevator scenario where you're being told, "Hey, you got to be in there for two hours." If I knew ahead of time, I just get. Drunk, no, it it I, does change the dynamic if you know you're getting out. Right. But when I got on that elevator, you had it no stopped. You could been on I there. thought this was it. Yep. And and how are you going to – you don't know if that phone works that's in there to call somebody and let them know. You have no oh, idea. Oh, I tried it. It doesn't work. There you go. There's After your answer. Right? 45 seconds, I tried calling you. A hundred percent. This is – I'm not saying your phone. I mean, like, the elevators that have a phone yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't came know if, out of that thing. I was white as a ghost. Shaken. Shaken forever. I, there's no way. Not a chance. You want to hear a really funny – locked yourself – you want to hear a really funny story about okay. losing your mind? Okay. And you talk about saying something on the air. You talk about a story on the air where you're going to be embarrassed. By the way, so, I, I don't take elevators anymore. Okay. Unless well, I absolutely have to. I'll take that so one. I do not take elevators. So, I won't take that one. It's so, not even really a fear thing. It's my more buddy like has a... Because I think I like stairs. walking. Yeah. My buddy has... And I don't know all the numbers, but my buddy has a BMW M5. Is okay. that an M... Is that, is that a car? If you say so. An I, M5 I, I'm not... BMW? I don't stay up yeah. on it. Okay. This is September of 2019. Justin Fenton is leaving the Baltimore Correct. Center. He's going it's to the banner. the banner. That's a big deal. I get in my buddy's car. This is mid-September. We're playing his member guest golf tournament in Montgomery Village. Okay. I get in his car with him. It's a 90-degree September day. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. He checks his phone, and he says, I need to stop by this new bar on the way home who's hiring me to do karaoke. And then we're gonna go, we were going to make steaks at his house. He's like, then we'll go home and make steaks. I'm like, okay, no problem. I, we're driving to this bar. I get on the phone. to I got, I'm checking my messages. I've been golfing all day. I get on the phone. We pull into this shopping center that has, and I'm making this up, but bear with me. It has a nail salon, a Chinese restaurant. Not that those two have anything to do with, with one another. Yeah. A nail salon, a Chinese restaurant. A tanning, a, a, uh, a, a place where you get keys made, right? A tanning thing and a bar. It the the strip is basically opening in a week, mm-hmm. and the bar is the only thing at the end that's live. It's already open. It's open. Yep. We pull into the parking lot, and there is no one there but us. And there's a car all the way down to the left who's the owner of the bar. Mm-hmm. My friend says, "Do you want to come in?" I say, no, I'm going to talk on the phone. I'm going to talk on the phone. He goes in. Two minutes, three minutes later, I go to get out of the car. I go to open the door. I can't open the door. The door won't open. Just bear with me. Okay. The door won't open. Okay. I go to fiddle with the buttons on the door. The door doesn't open. It's not the kind of 1977 Vega where the little cap is on the top and you pull it up. The, the door lock goes all the way down flush against the base of the door. Yeah, okay. I can't pull it up. I not, can't, it's not ideal. I can't get out of the car. Not great. And within 45 seconds, my throat starts to close. Oh, up. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 90 degrees. Right. I am sweating. Yep, because you're panicked. And I'm there, and a minute and a half later, I am in a full right. panic state. This isn't okay. Like, it's not... What What if something... I'm in the car for four minutes. I'm literally... I'm like... 
I, I can't. But you believe. had your phone. I had my phone. So you're gonna be able to, like, yeah. He walks. I go to get on the phone, and I'm literally you can't see it, but I'm like, I got my phone in my hand. He walks out of the bar to see where I am. He sees I'm still on the phone, and he turns and walks back in. I go to beep the horn, and and he just goes back in. I don't know the name of the place because I can't. You can't see call it. in there to. I can't see the name of the place. And I'm in this car for four and a half minutes. And I'm telling you, dude, I'm in a full, I'm dying. Yeah. This is how you're going to, when you, this is what's going to, you're going to get a text. Yep. And you're going to say, dude, you hear what I'm to Drew? Like, I'm dying. Yep. You were in a car. You didn't know. You panicked. You lost your mind 100%. I decide, I don't want to break his window because it's. I would have laid on B- the horn. B- BMW, I don't want to do it, right? I'm going to call 911. That's what I would do. I'm going to call 911. And I'm rehearsing what I'm going to say. Like, I know this is going to sound kind of crazy. I'm on, oh, that's right, I really don't know where I am. Right, correct. But I'm locked in a car. Yep. Like a dog. Yep. (laughs) Right? Well, I'm looking at a tanning salon. And as I say that, he comes walking out. As I'm saying to myself, I'm rehearsing it, he comes out. He opens the door. And you talk about Spicoli rolling out of Fast Times at Ridgemont High and out of the van. I roll out of the car onto the co- <laughs> onto the concrete. Are you kissing it? You're like, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I say to him, I just suffocated. Yeah. I was dead. Everybody's got nine lives. I dead. Yeah, I just used one I of them. I used mine. one of them. Yeah, right? I just he used says, one of mine. what was wrong? I said, you locked me in the car. He said, why didn't you unlock it? I said I tried to unlock it. It wouldn't unlock. He says, get in the car and close the door. I get in and close the door. He locks the doors. And then directly above the radio is a red diamond-shaped button. That's not your flashes? No. Okay. And I hit that button, and the entire car unlocks. (laughs) I mean, in fairness, who would know that? Correct. Who would, and by the way, I that's that's a bigger today. I had to take the light rail today because <sighs> I had to drop my car. So I, that story, I, I, I'm I'm almost breaking out in high school. Oh, I don't blame you. you. I don't blame you at all. I don't blame you at all. I don't, felt like a dog. I don't blame you. At Anytime all. I see a dog in a Any car, su- yeah. I leave a note and say, "You effing people, yep. you should have yeah, your car. Your, all your tires should be slashed." I agree with that. I, any situation where I don't have control of where I am. I'm, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be an utter and complete problem. <laughs> I had this issue. This I had to take the light rail. I had to drop my car off at Duffy's this morning, uh, thanks to everybody at Duffy's Garage. I needed an oil change. So I dropped it off there. I said to my wife, hey, you don't have to drive me all the way down because she had to go to work. So you can drop me off at the light rail. I'll take the light rail in. You heard about the snowstorm down D.C., did you? <laughs> Thank you. So I take the light rail. <laughs> I hate you. So I take the light rail in, and I get to the Woodbury exit where we are, and I stand up, and I'm like, I'm going to get off and it goes. Uh, get off the light it rail, right? Going. And I... I, I've noticed that, like, at every stop, they stop. This isn't one of those ones where, like, they don't, right. you got to ask for right, a stop. Right. Like, they've been stopping at every stop. So I go, and the doors don't open. <laughs> and I'm, like, trying to, I'm physically trying to open the doors, and nothing's happening. <laughs> and I I'm like, it. what the F is going on? And nobody, of course, nobody on the, the train is like, here, let me help you. Because nobody helps any other. That's over. Nobody's going to help another human being in, in the year of our Lord 2022. So I stay on for another. I get to North Avenue. And oh I'm like, my gosh. I still don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. How to, I'm waiting to see somebody else. And I finally realize it's not down. Like if you walk into the little stairwell down to the door, you won't see it. You have to be standing at the top. There's a button that you press. 
in order to get the doors to open. Gotcha. But I had walked past that button. I'm standing in the stairwell to get off now the train. Now you got to get off the train and come back. So now I got to get off of North Avenue, get on the, you know, hop over to the other side, wait another 10 minutes to take the train back to Woodbury. And by the way, it's apparently on the train, the train coming back that I got on at, at North Avenue, you have to press a button to get the doors to open up when it stops to pick you up. And I didn't realize that either. Like, I go, I'm waiting for the door to open, and the door's not opening. I'm like, oh, my God, not again. Not. Now you're on North Avenue. I, I am looking up the Uber in the moment. I'm like, what is this going to cost me to get an Uber from North Avenue back to? Four dollars. No, not at seven in the morning or whatever uh, it was. I mean, it was going to cost me some actual money. It wasn't a long ride, but it was going to cost me. I'm prepared. And then, like, literally as the train's about to leave, I suddenly see this green button on the outside of the door. I'm like, let me see what happened. I hit it, and the door's I'm like, thank God. Thank God. Well, anyway, yeah. that's my story. Not I bad. suffocated. Quickly, number three. Uh, good news for you. Would you rather? Uh, you're going to be happy about this. The Ravens do indeed decide to move on from Greg Roman. Okay. Good news. All right. So would you rather it be because they're bringing back Cam Cameron or because they're bringing back Marty Morningwick? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Answer the question. We gotta have one of those. That's two? the way the would you rather works, dog. It ain't pleasant. Think it's gonna be pleasant sitting in the car for twenty seven hours on the snowy highway? I guess I would go with Cam. Marty Morningwig Marty Morningwig, his claim to fame is they won the coin toss and he elected to receive. I do I mean, remember. I remember it well. I remember it well. I'll take Cam. I this has been a this one's a weird one for me because everybody just saying, well, Cam was more successful than Marty was. Yeah, but Marty made it work with Michael Vick, and we like to pretend like that's not a thing. I'll like take we, we like to pretend that doesn't matter. But like, I'll talk take to, Greg Roman over those two. Talk, talk to Michael Vick about Marty Mordenweg, and you'll like suddenly be like, "What am I missing?" He adores the man. No, like adores yeah, I him. I get it. I don't know what to make of it. I have I'll no take idea. Him. All right, all right. Uh, I think I take Mordenweg. Okay. I, th- I, I think that if he had the success with Vick, if you saw his you, daughter, you would take him. You, <laughs> you have. <laughs> You have Lamar, and you have you have the running backs that you have. You're going to have success running the ball no matter what. I think that he's, he can find a way to make their passing game better. Cam Cameron reached levels of ineptitude here, and without him being fired, the Ravens probably don't win a Super Bowl in, in 2020. It's more Cameron than Morningweg uh, that we've gotten back. More Cameron than Morningweg. Well, that's a recency bias. Poor Marty. Probably true. Get your responses in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, and we will give somebody a $25 gift card to so Glory Days Grill. bucks I ever made, by the way. I know, amazing, right? I'm like, I, oh, I got. Did you bring the invoice form? No, I sent it over. Oh, Emailed okay. it to him. To, to who? To John. Oh, I got bad news. John's stranded right now. Oh, is he? Yeah. John's I need stranded. payment right now. John, John had a, a flight. We John, got him. John. We got him close to Cunningham status when I said 200. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we got him close to. Can, Cunningham. can you guys tell the Cunningham story? Because you were about to, oh. and then you stopped. Oh, there's a few Cunningham stories. This but one's you different. You had, you had is, to pull him aside. To, this is to the oh, well, that was, there's a bunch of different Cunningham. I love Bruce. I love Bruce. This is the funny part. So I actually Bru- just bumped, so, I bumped into Bruce recently. We had a nice so conversation. Brent Harris. Brent Harris came in to do a week. So Bruce used to do fill-ins. When Bob Haney would be on vacation, which mm-hmm. was about every fifth week. Um, Bob had a great agent back in those days. So Bruce They'd get a lot of days off. Would do. They were, we love you, Bob, but you did take a lot of days off. It would be really off. weird. It'd be like a Tuesday. And I'd be like, why? It would be like the last game of the football season. It'd be right. like, Bob would be like, oh, I'll be off next week. I'm well, like, it's the going, biggest week well, of I would the year. Say, are you going away? He'd be like, no. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Bruce would fill in for Bob for a week. And I don't remember the circumstances of why Bruce didn't fill in this week, but he didn't fill in. 
and Brent Harris filled in Mm -hmm. instead. So in the old radio station, I would sit in the back left corner. Terry would be over on the other side. The door would be here, and it was a room like this big. And Bruce would – there was a big window. And on Fridays, the checks got delivered at at 9 o'clock Friday morning. Bruce would be at the door at 9.01 to get his $85 that he got for the football show on the weekends or whatever he got. Bruce would be there at 901, mm-hmm. like waiting. He'd be scratching like Bill Murray. Where's my check? So Bruce came in. I had Brent Harris's check in my hand. And Bruce came in and said, What's going on, boys? While well, we were on a break. And it was like 920. He's like, What's going on, fellas? And he comes in and he sits there. And I said to Terry, I acted like we were having a conversation. And I'm like, dude, I don't care what you say. Paying this clown, this guy, $550 for the week is complete garbage. And Terry's like, you mean Brent? I'm like, yeah. Brent, like what? How on earth could you give Brent Harris $550 for the week? You and I don't even come close to making that. Terry's like, it's total garbage. And Bruce is like, what are you guys talking about? And I, I hold the check up like this, and I go, 550 bucks for Brent Harris? It's a joke. It just goes syndicated. Bruce is like, well, yeah, well, you, you know, when you're filling in like that, you, you redo your whole schedule. And I'm like, I don't care. $550 is a joke. So Bruce leaves. 10 o'clock, Terry and I finish up. Paul Kapelke, the GM, comes in. He goes, uh, you got a minute? I'm like, yeah, sure. What's up? He goes, come on in my office. <laughs> I go in the office. He goes, close the door. I close the door. And he goes, did you tell Bruce Cunningham, Brent Harris got $550 last week for doing Bob Haney's show? I said, yeah, why? He goes, because he called me at nine <laughs> at nine twenty five, and now he wants six hundred, and I'm like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, no, no. And Paul, he'll tell you. Paul's yeah. like the nicest guy in the world. Like Paul has gotten mad three times in his life. Yep. He's like, I got a mutiny on my hands now because of you. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. And he's like, don't ever do that again. Yeah. Don't ever talk about money yeah. and salaries ever again with anybody. And I'm like, Paul, I get it. And he's like, no, you don't. You're going to sit here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lambaste you for another five minutes. You're going to take it. Don't ever. And he, and he, like, totally roasted me. And, <laughs> and I learned my lesson. It's the thing that happened. But this it was is, really funny. This is a Bruce thing that went happened. into his car, called Paul right away, and said, I just learned Brent Harris, man, which I don't even – I couldn't even see the numbers. Bruce probably – I mean, Brent probably got $200 oh, for a week. it was. Yeah, if 100%, 100%. That, I don't even remember what it was. No, I only had to pull Bruce aside because he <laughs> he, he kept – he would message me during the – he was listening. He would message me during the show saying things uh, like – We did the apologist today. You, you, you guys are having fun today, huh? We did right? the apologist today. And the funny thing is I – Bruce, Bruce and I, like I, his daughter and I, have been friends for years. You know what I mean? Like we I made him the apologist of the day once. So we made him. Like, <laughs> we went way beyond that. You organized a horse race. <laughs> oh my God. You you arranged Rick oh to come in and call a horse race for who like the jerk of the year was. Oh my God! You're right. And you put Cunningham in it. You're right. So Bruce. I totally forgot about Bruce, that. Bruce grabs me. He's, oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> remember when Gathigan was in charge of Preakness? Oh, my God. Everybody would bring their wives, right, or their girlfriends or whoever it was. Gathigan would give you. You're totally right. Gathigan would call over and say, you know, we're doing credentials for Preakness. Oh How many do you God. need? 
And he would say, you need 50? We'll give you 50 credentials. And you could bring your your wife, your girl. You could bring both if you'd like. You could bring well, your you wife did, and your fact. girlfriend. You did, uh, let's not talk about that. Okay. Let's not talk about that on the air because okay. there's more truth to that okay. than I want to admit to. Okay. She wasn't my wife. Um, well, they were both your girlfriends, though. They were. Right. Um, so, so. big. No, you're thinking of a different one. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't that one. <laughs> I got them all mixed Stop. up. Wait, I was so feeling so good about the show ending in a normal time today. My God, what happened to that? <laughs> so, um, so Bruce, he's a little drunk. He comes over to me at Preakness that year. He said, "I'm really kind of sick of you guys, you know, doing this to me every. I don't. What have I, Glenn? We've always. I, what have I done to you? We've always been friendly. We've. All, why do you guys do this? To, I'm like, <laughs> in front of this massive group of people. Everybody's in there. I'm like. Bruce, the team sucks. We can't go on the air and talk about the Orioles game last night because no one gives a rat's ass about Freddie Bynum. Who, by the way, <laughs> did he hit for the cycle? Uh, no, that was Felix P.A. Felix P.A. Yeah, 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 right. And Aubrey Huff. Yeah. yeah, Aubrey Huff did. Like, uh, Bruce, oh, wow. it's we, none of this is it's pro wrestling. Right. We don't right. have anything to and talk that, that's about. That's exactly folks. what it was. It was pro wrestling. I like you. We're friends. That's what it was. We like Coleman. We make fun of Coleman every morning. We literally had a bit where every morning we would make fun of Coleman and then say, good morning, Jerry. Right. Right. Every morning. Right. Because we knew he was listening. Right. We like God, that Jerry. horse race was hilarious. It's actually quite funny. It was one of your and better that was ideas. the one when he... When he that was the one that finished him off. And that was the one. That he, was and the, it was at Preakness. That was the Greg Valentine. Um, I'm there. I'm there. Ford, like, he's he's there with his wife. I'm there with the, like we're all wandering around because every that's he didn't the way. win. I, I don't even remember who won. I who don't won? either, but he didn't win. Who won? I don't remember. But Bruce didn't win. We would never do. We, we would have. It was and it wasn't. It was jerk of the year because oh, we lumped no in the old North Hartford coach that brought the Steelers. Like we everybody that we had beef with. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, was none of them, really. <laughs> we didn't we just, care at we all. We just created We it. got a week's worth of content out of North Harford High oh. School hosting an oh. exhibition game with the Pittsburgh Steelers oh. coming down to play basketball. And the principal called. We got the mayor of the, 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 the Harford <laughs> County executive <laughs> called in because everybody was so worked up. And he the said. The principal for Perry Hall called and yelled at us. Oh, yeah. About the oh, football coach because right. I beat the football right. coach yeah, up. Yeah, you made him the, uh, the, gave him the stinky diaper or whatever it was. And the, we, the principal called in. Yep. 100%, called the show. 100% that happened. You, we, you put a note up on the board. You said, Principal yeah, Catherine's yeah, on the phone. I'm yeah. like, oh, boy. We had, we had, but yeah, the mayor, the, the it was either the mayor of Bel Air or the Hartford County executive. Maybe it was both of them. I think it might have been both. We, that, we got five days of content. Because the news station started doing stories about it. Well, like, Jamie Costello came over to came the station. Came over and filmed at the station. Guys are pretty angry about it, aren't you? Yeah, and I threw my hat down. I'm like, you're damn right I'm <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> we didn't give a rat's ass. Freaking Steelers are in Harford County. We did not care. Although that was a joke. It was. I don't disagree that it was a joke. You guys got to be but insane. But we made 20 hours of content out of something that was maybe a 20-minute segment at most. It was a 20-minute segment <laughs> that we could just move on from and get to the rest of it. But it was, oh, it, was in, it was in May when we had nothing else to talk about. Nothing. We were already past the NFL draft and free agency. The Orioles stunk. We didn't. Yeah, the have guy from Maine had already come on, and yeah, we no, already... let's not make jokes about that. Jeez. Why? Because we know what happened to him. What I'm doing? Javon Belcher. Yeah. You don't remember? No. He killed his wife and then killed himself. Oh my in the god! That's line? right. Jesus, oh, dude. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. We don't well, make jokes about but that. That interview anymore. was. Just... Stop. Classic. <laughs> I just kind of don't talk about oh it. Oh, my God. I forgot. You're right. Yeah. Where, was he in? Where did he play? The Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, Kansas oh City. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we must not bring that up. That's not. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> After the really back. appreciate that. Dude, the jerk of the year thing. That was, that yeah, was, that was the guy from Harford County. Is that guy won? 
I don't remember, I don't, who, I don't won. remember who won. It probably was Peter Angelos. Yeah, it might have been. It was probably but Peter. But I don't think, because I think we really didn't like, like we, we separated that. I don't think we put Peter Angelos in yeah, there. Yeah, I don't think we did. Because it was too serious with Peter Angelos that we wouldn't have included him in something yeah, like that. It might have been Aubrey Huff because he called it a Yeah, whatever. A, a, a horse, I don't remember. Horse S Town or something. I dude, we brought in a witch one morning to see if she could help fix the Orioles. On Sundays. We Yeah, correct. They couldn't win a game on a Sunday. And so you said they wh- won the remember remember the story we brought they won the um, lotto and they built the pagan place That's over exactly there right, right next door to me and it went out of business we, Bunky 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 they exactly won twenty three right. million and you they said, opened up the pagan place right down the street from me and the place went out of business in four years you said and now it's a and now it's a kindergarten you said well should we bring in a priest or a witch and I said I don't know <laughs> I don't I, I I don't know we put it to the listeners. And they agreed we should try a witch. Right. So we brought an actual witch into in. the studio. She came in. On a Friday morning and asked her to put a spell on that would make the Orioles win a game totally on a Sunday. Did she it. did it. She did like she did a spell. An actual spell. And they won like three weeks later. They did. <laughs> it took a couple <laughs> weeks. weeks later. It took a couple weeks, <laughs> but like three I weeks don't know later. How dark arts work. I'm not I'm not but an expert on this. She totally came in. It was yep. spooky. She lit candles. Oh, my God. The whole thing. We, said, at you one didn't point, take my shirt off. She's we, like, sure. Yeah, we like, like looked good. at each other because it like we it was a bit, and then we realized it definitely it was like the Ouija board. Yeah. Everybody thinks the Ouija board's funny, right? Everybody thinks it's funny, right? Until up you until you play it, right? And then your car won't start, right? And then you're like, what am I doing? Right. What did I get involved with? We definitely looked at each other at one point, like, what did we do here? Yeah, what? she's not in on the bit. My my, she's the back actually, of my head's itching for right, some reason. 100%. I can't figure out why. That was why we did th- those. That's every Friday we or Wednesday we should just do this. It's better than the regular. Just talking show. about what we what we used to do because your memory is really you yeah. have a great memory for this stuff. We didn't even tell the best Cunningham story. Oh, no. by far, Whoa. by far the best Cunningham stories. Oh that night God. in Providence. Oh my God. I would tell it, but I don't remember most most of it. Well, it's pretty easy. We called him up at one thirty in the morning in the team hotel. We came back hammered. I mean, we. I don't, we went out, and I got, I got. You ring the room of Bruce Cunningham for me, please. I got bombed, <laughs> and we had been out with Brent, yep. and Brent was like, "Yeah, we're all staying over at the Westin or whatever they were staying." Thanks, at. Brent. And yeah. so, because when he left, when Brent left, I'm like, "You heard what Brent said?" Right? Yeah, right. We're and I was, there. I barely. Remember. I mean, I was, I was completely out of it. And I think Ozzy Newsom bought us a glass of wine. Then. That's right. That's a fact. That's 100. percent Give true. those guys a glass of wine yeah. over there. And I think Sam Angel was out with us that night. Like we had, a, we had a crew. Right. Just, we came back to the, and so Drew was like, "Well, you know what we're doing." I'm like. What are we doing? He said, you know exactly what we're doing. He picks up the phone, calls over to the hotel. Uh, put me through a Bruce Cunningham's room. <laughs> it's two in the morning. Three, three in the morning, whatever it was. Oh. <laughs> hey, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce hangs up on Oh, my God. <laughs> so Drew called him back four times. Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> and the third time Bruce finally does You guys think this is funny, huh? You guys think you're having a lot of fun? <laughs> <laughs> I swear. God, it was great. All right, uh, the things we did when we were young. Oh my, yeah. The things we did when we were immature. The things we did when we were immature kids. You were nearly fifty. Yeah, right. All right, shut up. <laughs> How good is tidbit today? Oh man, tidbit good. Uh, tidbit's easy. I think I'll just go. Can we do it quickly. Yeah. I think I'll just go pee real quick because 
after this extra point, I mean, after this field goal, we're going to go to overtime. Yeah. And I don't yeah, want the bathroom to get right. really crowded. Now, you know what? Maybe I'll wait and see All if right. Cundiff, for some weird right. reason, doesn't right. make this. Right. We, oh, we, we can't talk this. about that. Print issue of press box. It happened right, right in front of us. Best of. He, I was, no, I remember right. I wasn't there. You oh, were Luke. It, he kicked Luke. it right in front of me. Best of issue. Uh, best. Then of I made a field goal after the game. Yeah, you didn't do that. That still has, and they're still mad at me about it for some reason. Uh, it's available right now. Your name, Drew, I is involved. Drew is involved in this. This somehow. was a nice touch by you guys. This is really weird. Um, by the way, you went on Twitter and thank. Who do you? Why do you think that you were involved with this? You went on thanked Luke and Stan and everybody else except the guy that put it in there. It was me. Oh, I didn't way. know that. I thought Luke, Luke sent me an email. Yeah, because I said I'm putting said, Drew Glenn in the... sucks. I'm going to put you <laughs> exactly. in. Glenn paid for the big salad. Yeah, right? <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Best of Issue is available right now. Go get yeah, it at your neighborhood there. Royal Farms. That's uh, a nice touch. Any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find press box. I put this in my in my scrapbook, in my, oh, um, nice. in my thing nice. on my wall. Pre- uh, Pressboxonline.com slash best of is where you find it. All right. With one more catch in 24... 24- I, I swear to God, we gotta, we're going to stop doing two and a half hour shows. I promise. We're not going to keep doing this. Blame <laughs> pretty good. Blame him. <laughs> oh, I usually do. Yeah. Everything that happens is wrong. Anyway. It's Drew's fault. Um, with one more catch and 24 more yards, Mark Andrews will record 100 receptions and 1,300 yards to go along with his nine touchdown receptions this season. Okay. Only four other times in NFL history has a tight end recorded at least 90 catches, 1,300 yards, and nine touchdowns in a single season. Name the four instances. Gr- you don't have to name who, the who, year. But who, I wasn't paying attention. What was it? So Name some tight ends that you think had massive seasons. Let's move on. Name them. Um, Kelsey. Um, so you said Gronkowski first. Yeah. Grob, Grob, Gronkowski, 2011, 90 catches, 1,427 yards, 17 touchdowns. Kelsey. Kelsey, first, uh, 2020, 105 receptions, 1,416 yards, and 11 touchdowns. He's also second in, in 2018, 103 receptions, 1,336 yards, 10 touchdowns. Antonio you know, Gates. One left, no. Uh, really? Gonzalez. No. Kittle. No. Why don't you give me a chance? Just say, we we got to move, man. Dallas Clark. That was your next guess? No, I'm just guessing. Jason Witten. No. Heath Miller. No. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. 99 receptions, 1,310 yards, and 11 touchdowns people, in 20. Because he stuck around so long, he's been so pedestrian for so long, people forget that like, was Jimmy was Graham legit. was a Hall of Fame no doubt. caliber tight end. No question. And might still really be a Hall of Famer. It's going to be... He'll, he'll, is, be, he'll get in the room. Because he's been so bad for... Like, if he would have just retired he'll after... Get in the room. He'll get in the final He would have been in. I don't know how Although this is going to impact him. if they didn't put him. Bolden and Smith in the final 15, maybe he won't well, either. I mean, they're going to get this. They had so many wide receivers. on Andre Johnson, Torrey Holt, and Reggie Wayne are all on the list. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's what it is. All right. Uh, Tubular brought to you. I don't you. think either one of those guys are Hall of Famers, but we've had this I argument don't, before. And that's the thing. I don't know that they are. I really don't. I don't know that either one of them is a Hall of Famer. The only issue I've ever had. They're Hall of Very Good. I, the only issue I've ever had is people talking about Steve Smith like he is a Hall of Famer and not talking about Anquan Bolden the same way. See, I would when, almost say to me personally, Bolden was a better receiver than Smith. I mean, there's nothing. Me. There's no. There's nothing you can find that would say here's a way that Steve Smith was better than Anquan Bolden. He just was louder. Correct. And That's had the word. more of you a personality. Right? He was louder. And he was smaller. But so he was loud. It was impressive. But he mm-hmm. did it. He 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 was a he was a brand. Their actual career. Bolden was not a brand. Not at all. Steve Smith. Was, Bolden a, was the opposite. When Steve the media Smith. when the media came into the room, Anquan Bolden said, "I'm not going to be there." Right. Like he was the exact opposite. Smith was of a brand. Yep. All right. Uh, here's what's coming up tonight. Totally tubular. It's brought to you by yeah. What's the one uh, tonight? Project watch. Project Game Day, which returns this Sunday. Uh, Rita will be with me for the season finale of Project Rita. Game Day. It's brought to you by. 
um, uh, Glory Days Grill and Underdog Fantasy Football. We'll see you on Sunday. What's she know? No, t- Jesus. No, t- I love Rita. That's right. No, Rita's fine. All right. Just, uh, I gotta say something about everybody. Towson's not playing tonight. That's been canceled. They're supposed to play at Delaware tonight. It's that not. Will not pl- that will not be happening. That is off the books. Well, who? Uh, by the way, which kid got hurt for Towson? Because Jaw broke. Uh, I don't remember, but like they, they came back and played. Oh, he did. Yeah, but he missed like. God, was it? N- it wasn't Nolan, Nolan, was it? I don't it, think. Because Nolan came back in, but he didn't. Wasn't, I don't know. I think it might Was have been. Was that guy out? Somebody else didn't play at all. Somebody didn't play at all on Monday, and then somebody, I think Nolan, for some reason, didn't play for like the first eight minutes of the second half. So I don't know which one of those is the story, but somebody didn't play at all on Monday either. Uh, Morgan has made a makeup game so they can get back to action tonight. They're hosting Goucher at 5 o'clock. Mm, yeah. Big Ten hoops tonight on the Big Ten Network. Nebraska, Michigan State at 7. Penn State, Northwestern at 9. Find the rest of the college basketball at glennclarkradio.com. Rockets, Wizards at 7 on NBC Sports Washington. ESPN is Warriors, Mavericks at 7.30. Jazz, Nuggets at 10. TNT for Blues, Penguins at 7.30. TBS for AEW Dynamite at 8. Some non-sports highlights. Uh, HBO, Hard Knocks in Season, the Indianapolis Colts at 10 o'clock. The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 2 on Disney+. Plus, uh, on CBS, on um, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, he's going to have Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Nev Campbell to talk about the new screen uh, yeah. coming out. Is that this week? Um, probably. I would imagine I'm, they're on there. I, mean, I'm not, I know like, it's this month. I'm not at a race to go. So, like, I'll watch it, but I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I'll see a, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Glenn's favorite station, ABC, has the Goldbergs at 8, the Wonder Years at 8.30, the Connors at 9, and Home Economics at 9.30. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Drew, you want to plug something? Um, did you see the thing with Mike Zimmer? <laughs> When the guy asked him I didn't even he, get to the things I said. I had two things written on the, my list. The thing with Mike no, Zimmer when the guy when he asked him if they were, if he was interested in playing seeing Monday this week, the draft pick, and he said not particularly. Oh yeah, Mond. Yeah, Kellen Mond. Did yes, you? Oh. Correct. Yeah, I did. I did. It was pretty funny. Not, not particularly. It was pretty funny. That was Why pretty not? funny. I see him all the time. On in practice. practice. Yep. One hundred percent. Yeah. You, you know what? I'm going to plug Drewsmorningdish.com. Well, why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, Go you know, I would yeah. like people. We had All a right. nice year. 2021 right, was a good. big year for us. Very good. Um, quickly, because I had these two things on my list. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I guess Texas A&M wants to hire DJ Durkin as their defensive coordinator. It's a joke. I mean, it's an utter it's, – it's, it is shameful that DJ because Durkin – Because of the Jordan McNair thing? Yes. Okay. It's shameful. So you, you're saying he's unemployable in I your would, mind? I cannot believe – but the, this is the problem. He's already employed. Ole Miss already – Well, sure, sure, He sure, already sure. works at Ole Miss. Right. So, you know, okay. he already – We've already moved past that, apparently. It's shameful because we know the story. He All he needed to know was to get that young man in a, in a cold tub, and he didn't know that. It was an, it, It's negligence on didn't his part. Didn't know it or, or... didn't do it, whatever it was. He either well, there's didn't a difference know. between the two. He's either stupid or negligent, right? Like, it's one or the other. I mean, I'm not defending him by any if, means, if but there is a difference between I don't, the two. I cannot fathom how he walks in and talks to families. I cannot fathom. How how any family looks him in now the eye. Now that I would agree with. How how? Regardless yeah. of if he was stupid or negligent, I would agree that I don't know how he would go in and recruit. But he's already got a job, so like, what's the difference in being Texas A&M or Ole Miss? I mean, like, it's shameful. Okay. And then the Novak Djokovic thing, you know, he's out, right? Well, he was in. He's out now. Yesterday, now yesterday, he was going to be in. They had said you can come play, and then the country found out about it and was like, uh, you know, we've got laws too. We don't allow people to fly to Australia that He's are a pretty good tennis player. He's a damn good tennis player. He's the best tennis player of all time. But mm. not going to be allowed in Australia if he remains Well, our administration is going to get rid of the whole thing. That's right. It's true. It's a great point. All right. Thank you. Yeah, have you had COVID yet? I, they, when I got my antibody test, they were like, we think you might have had it. 
Because they told me this morning I tested positive, and I, I, don't, I don't feel anything. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't feel things. Thanks to Drew, I, I guess. Swear. Thanks also. I feel like a, All right, a million thanks, bucks. Thanks also today. Besides his cough. To Kadri Ismail, who killed, and uh, also thanks today to um, Austin Lane down in Jacksonville. We'll get all up in the greatest hit section of the Archives. tab at glennclarkradio.com. Good shirt, by the way. On the program tomorrow. <laughs> great shirt. I have the same hoodie, actually, by the way. It's a good shirt. That's Laura's. Be honest. The, the, the funny thing is don't. that the <laughs> my future sister-in-law, uh, Laura's brother's um, girlfriend, she uh, she bought this thinking that it was for Laura and then got it and it happened to be a men's shirt. Oh, I can't wait. How and long I, until she's fair game? Who? Laura. To make jokes about? Yeah. No, she's a good person. That's we what I mean. How we long? We don't do that. No, we don't. She's got to be here for us to be able no, to. No, she's, she's a good person. Like She's a great person, but that doesn't mean she's a, exempt. That's true. I like all to right. think we're all good a people. A year? Nah. Eh, I just, well, your, by wife's the summer? A, your wife's a good person. I don't know. I don't. I never make jokes about because she's a good person. But by the summer, can we? Well, yeah, you can include. Right. Yeah, if you want to make the generic jokes, okay, yes, you can make right. generic jokes. So we're going to give you till June first. Yeah, right. Okay. And then that. gloves yeah. come off. Uh, to, nine months of marriage. Yeah. Tomorrow on the program, uh, we'll talk more Ravens sure Steelers. Adelius Thomas <laughs> is going to join us tomorrow. Oh. We'll catch up with uh, Pete Gilbert, who got to call the game this past week. I heard Pete, uh, Pete stick to your day job. <laughs> Oh uh, my he actually God. he actually did a good job. Uh, he he did. I listened. I didn't know that Pete he, like he literally did. has never done play by play. He did a good job. I, that's the crazy part to me. I was like, I assumed that he had years of doing play by play. He's he like, heard? dude. He's like, old I did Sandusky it. I did it in college. Pass, huh? Nah, he, had, he got the copy. I don't know if he heard. <laughs> got the old. Way to go, Jer. You're awfully tough. It's twelve forty. <laughs> <laughs> I have things to do. Also uh, tomorrow yeah. we'll we'll do a uh, we'll do picks. KZ will join us. And oh, oh you know what? I Baltimore native Summer Britcher is going to join us tomorrow. Um, oh, she is qualified for the Olympics again. Good. You said it. Get out of here. <laughs> thank you. I would thank. I hate you. I just. I don't this know what happened today. Thanks everybody at Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners: CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Royal Farms, Exxon Mobil, Great Eights Memorabilia, Live Casino Hotel, Underdog Sorry, Fantasy dish. Football, Duffy's Garage and Baldwin, Window Depot, your local Toyota dealer, BuyAToyota.com, and my book. And Drew's Morning Dish. No, and Drew's Morning Dish. Fine, and Drew's Morning Dish.com. I'm not thanking you every day. I'm not doing that. I don't really want to thank you today. I got to pay Paul double time now because of you. <laughs> Um, uh, thanks to Paul. Follow him on Twitter at Paul Valley the Third. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Have a great Wednesday evening. Go Morgan, I guess. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too. <laughs>